<laughs> yeah, somewhere. All right, we are live. Welcome to Tone Talk with Mark Yuzanski and Dave Friedman. How are you guys doing? Every everybody doing tonight? Uh, Dave, how are you? I'm still sweating from running over here. Oh, George, I'm I'm okay. I'm doing good. <laughs> I physically ran behind Dave's car <laughs> with beers. Just a little like, you were, oh, you were holding the, stop holding um, the, the alcohol. <laughs> so we had a slight delay tonight, everybody. Apologize. Uh, we, uh, we, we had this grand idea of being able to do this uh, all at a bar. Well, I wasn't going to be there at the bar, but uh, Dave, Pete, and George were going to be at the bar and hanging out and it just didn't work, unfortunately, technically. Um, so we had to abandon ship, and uh, they went back to the studio, back to uh, Dave's office and your studio, Pete. And uh, we're just all in separate. We're just all in separate rooms here. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. We're very all in good. the same spot, but we're doing well, talking differently. This way, we yeah, don't get. In the- and we were a little more delayed because, of course, we left the bar and we had high hopes of having drinks. But so we had to we had to stop and get some drinks on the way back to the shop. So <laughs> and Dave made me run so today, behind the car with the drinks. Yeah, today we <laughs> today we're featuring Fortaleza tequila. Very good tequila. In case anyone is interested, uh, look at that. My favorite generally is the Reposado, but uh, they didn't have that, so we went with the Blanco. Well, delicious, let's do a, delicious Blanco. A, let's do a cheers to start. Oh, cheers. Uh, cheers. Very nice. I'm, and I'm, we lost someone. Pete's phone's not very good, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you may, he may have gotten a message or something. Or he went you, know, get, you know, he has, he has T-Mobile, and I, and I was thinking of switching, but maybe, maybe that's not the case. Actually, I do too. Oh, oh never yeah. mind. Then it's just... It's just him. He's cursed with gear, generally speaking. Anyway, so oh, <laughs> which we can talk. We can talk about when he comes back. <laughs> we we can actually talk about him, and he can hear us. Oh, he's back. There he is. There you go. Are you there, Pete? <laughs> you there? Hello. Can you hear us? We see you. We can't hear you. No, nope, he's gone again. Oh man! All wow. right. Well. I don't know what's going on. We'll just keep plugging away. So, George, you had yes. a big couple of days. Yes. Very excited. Yeah. So uh, the A6 video came out, right, for Cairo Knife Fight? Finally. Oh, were you Finally. waiting for a while for it to come out? Well, the typical cat and mouse game of the music industry, all these labels that were very interested in the band and everyone was just – couldn't give us an answer so we finally got fed up and we're like screw it we're gonna do it ourselves and we signed a worldwide distribution deal mm. and then warner brothers came out like wait 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 no no we're gonna actually pick up the option on cairo knife fight and so we're releasing this too oh, so good. then we so then we which was a blessing but then we had to wait to do all the the you know signing on the dotted line stuff so finally it came out but I'm very excited about it, and we got amazing reception from like the first few hours. So, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, this is the first song that I'm a member of the band that's seen to the world, and it's the first Cairo Knife Fight song that's actually released to the world because they're huge. And uh, um, Nick says when I say hates when I say huge, but you know, the first 
Cairo Nifi gig I did in New Zealand, there was a damn billboard on the side of a building of Cairo Nifi. To me, that's huge. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, he hates yeah. when, he he hates when I say that, but you know, they're they've got a lot. When you're walking down the airport and people go Cairo Nifi, you guys rule. That's a lot bigger than here. So that's awesome. It's a it's a blessing that they picked up the option and they released it out there as well. But this is the first time that the world actually gets Cairo Knife at the same time. So we're very excited. Well, congrats. Hey, Pete, can Thank we hear you. you? Can we hear you all right? I hear you like down the hall. <laughs> you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're muted for some reason. I see that you're, all right. your, your sound is muted. You know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe he should go in with you, George, and share yeah. a headphone, share a headphone actually, with you probably, or something. Oh, yeah, we can do that. You know, because that'll be maybe easier if that. Or you know what I'm gonna try? Huh? Uh, I'm gonna try unplugging my headphone and see how good it sounds. Cause there's no noise in here. Right. Give it a shot. Yeah. Try yeah. it. I'll try that. Technical you... difficulties, everyone. So bear with us. And uh, yeah. And I have no idea. I'm not even signed in to the see questions or or who's on really. So right. um, I, I guess I should do that. Um, oh, I'm in there. And uh, we've got a lot of people. Thanks. Uh, I'll just write something. Thanks for joining. Hey, Mark, can you got, can you hear me without the headphone thing? I can. It's a little low, but I can hear you. Okay. Well, Pete, if you want to come in here. Yeah, just get it closer to you or something, or wherever the mic is or wherever it is. And then I can plug in, and we won't have problems with uh, power either. Hey, it's fine. Yeah, as long as you're kind of close to it, it's fine. I don't think there's an issue. No. Okay. Okay. So, how about now, guys? Oh, there you are. Now. Yes. Hey. Did you figure uh, it out? Yes. Well, I think what you got to do, and I don't see myself. So, you guys hear me now? Yeah. 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 We hear you. Oh, we cool. You. Okay. Yeah, I don't pop up on the screen when I'm talking. I don't know why, but it, as long as you say you can hear me, it's cool. This mic sucks, though. God, I can see the this, these things are terrible. Don't buy the Sony shitty. Uh, <laughs> is yours Sony? Because mine's 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 okay. These are horrible. If, but no, uh, I can anyway. hear you. I can hear. But okay, if, when you come through, actually, when you talk, it changes to your screen, so you might not see it, but it actually does. You don't see it on your own screen, Pete. Oh, okay. Okay, fine. Well, I think I'm back up and running here. You are back, and we all hear you. And and you missed the cheers, so let's cheers. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi everybody. <laughs> I just have water tonight. I'm taking oh, a lightweight cheers. tonight. All right. Cheers, that's cheers, not everybody. Loud, Mark. cheers everybody. Nice I know. To be here with you. I know. By the you way, know. that's bad luck. To drink water? Yeah, I've heard that story a thousand times on the road. I don't know if it's true or not. Wow. I don't. I don't <laughs> well, want. Could, I don't want bad luck. I can go grab luck. a beer. So, you know, because we already had some bad luck. So, you know, see, there yeah. you go. You started it. Well, then, <laughs> then let me, you let me have get, a beer, Mark. I'm, I'm going to have to go get some alcohol. You guys hold the, hold the fort then. I'll be okay. Right back. <laughs> <laughs> how's things looking back silliness. there? In, how's things looking back there in the shop, Dave? Everything cool? Everything's good. I have Barry sitting here next to me listening to it and, and delayed. And who, then uh, who's Barry? No one knows Barry, who Barry, Barry is. Barry can slide in front of the screen and say hi. Hi, Barry. I'm here. All right. Barry's the we, maestro we of Yeah, we saw it. Yeah, yeah. right? 
Soundcheck Live. Soundcheck yeah. Live, yes. He was the uh, – well, Barry's unemployed at the moment, though, so. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> sort of. So, well, yeah, until yeah. later in the summer, right? Yeah, well, it's the life of the musician. We, we are independent contractors, right? Who are you going out with in the summer, Pete? Uh, actually, I don't know if I should say yet because I don't know if the thing's been announced. So okay. I have to be careful. But um, but it's just a show. It's just a single show. So yeah. So we'll see. Well, I have five shows that I know of. <laughs> That's good. Ooh. Are they all in the U.S. or are they? Uh... Uh, let's see. Twice in North Dakota, two in Hawaii, and one in uh, we're playing Rock and Rio in Rio de Janeiro. Well, that doesn't suck. Hawaii no. and Rio. That's cool. And no. hey, shout out to North Dakota. You're okay. Too. No. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, Adam. Adam EVH. No, not scotch tonight. It was tequila. I think you missed that part. Yeah, it was tequila. And I just it got, um, tequila, so. I just grabbed my IPA. Oh, well, hey, that's a good one. Now you can cheers. Now we'll cheers. All right. All right. One more time. One more time. <laughs> I think your, your wife just said drink <laughs> up. So. Did my <laughs> she saw me running back into the room with my beer. Come see, by. See, we have a tequila in a wine glass, which is not very good, and we have a Duval beer also. So, I'm doing Sapporo, which I I honestly hate beers. Why'd you cans. buy it? No, no, no. <laughs> I love Sapporo, and for some reason, this can the way it's made, it keeps the beer so cold that it's wonderful. Oh wow! I don't, oh, I don't nice. know. I don't know the science, but it actually is one of my favorite beers to drink. Uh, Pete, when you when you've been to Japan, did you uh, Tokyo? Did you do the in the lounge the the beer machine that tilts and pours everything for you? No, I've never seen oh, that. What's that? God. It's yeah, the what best thing that? in the world. So I mean, I had the most amazing toilet ever in my room. Like, <laughs> and all, yeah, where you're like, I gotta buy it. I don't care what this costs. I'm, I'm selling five guitars to get this thing. Put it. But toilets like are the legendary there. They yeah, are. This this one was like. I mean, it had like an air dryer for your butt. You know. Like, yeah. It's it, it was insane. My was wife insane. actually bought me that for Christmas this year. <laughs> I, Come on. You're not I serious. Have, I'm serious. I haven't had the time to install it, but I do have it. <laughs> Dude, there that's you a go. good woman. You gotta go you to house, Pete. <laughs> Come that's amazing. Butt anytime you want. <laughs> how, how did you find that kind of lady? Oh, I'm very impressed. Well, <laughs> that's number one in Tokyo, other than the guitar row, which is amazing. I'm sure you've been there. Yeah. Yeah. But Ochano Mizu is a, yeah. a day excursion over time. Yeah, it's so cool. But in the lounge, when you get and wait in the airport, they have this machine that you literally grab a cup from the fridge you put it on there right and you press a button it tilts the cup pours the perfect beer and it's, right. it's either karen sapporo or ichiban oh my god and it's it's to die for and that's, that's what, awesome that's what wow. got me on to japanese beers and i uh, my favorite of all time it's a, it's a weird one you can't find it anywhere is karen light mm. oh okay yeah it's, well japan I mean, is kind of like a it's like a better planet in many ways. It's like you yeah. go there and you go, wow. It's like, how do you get 25 million people to all live in a small enclosed space on top of one another and be completely civilized and there's great mm. food and everything works better and there's a beer machine like that and a toilet. <laughs> and a toilet. A toilet. 
with a bidet that you know then dries your ass out. <laughs> and it is amazing. I need to get to Japan. Yes. I, I not... Oh, dude, you gotta go. You won't believe it. It's the best thing ever. I well, say when I was in Japan, I didn't have that toilet. What? <laughs> I don't what? think so. <laughs> not that I remember. Man. I was working. Yeah, you were working too hard. Yeah. Uh, Mine, the, the remote was actually on the wall beside, like, it was yeah. like a diff. So it's like a screen on the wall yeah. that's like, like almost like an iPad or something. And then you're like punching in the, oh my God, you can do this and you can do that. You can just spend like an hour in there. Like, yeah, that's cool. Well, that's too much information. Hey, you know what, you know, what the funny, <laughs> you know, the funny thing, uh, George, Hey, you know, like in the little screen on our screen, we see your whole face, but when it goes to the big screen, it cuts your bottom jaw off. <laughs> You see that <laughs> we only get your mustache up. So I don't know that. How's that? That's good. Uh, that works better. Perfect. There we yeah, go. Yeah, that's good. There you go. And I was Pete, going like, I don't know. Yeah. Pete, we can I see you here, something. right? It cuts, it cuts your head off just a little bit. No, you're fine, Pete. Yeah, yeah. I think you're, you're good. Oh, there I'm good. Okay. Yeah, you're yeah. good. There we go. All right, cool. cool, man. Everything's working. We got 52 viewers right now live. Um, Hi, guys. The chat is Hello. on fire. We've got tons of people. Uh, Mully is in the house because he's super interested. You guys are talking about Japan. He lives in Japan, so uh, love I'm sure, it. Oh. I'm sure he's uh, talking. Uh, he's always posting videos of himself driving in Japan for us Americans and everything, which is super cool. Hey Pete, I, I think you know a little Japanese, don't you? <laughs> are you going to make me do it, <laughs> M- M- Mully? Mully might might appreciate this, maybe, or maybe he's going to be offended. I'm not exactly sure, but. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. I'm going to make you do it. Arigato, Molly. Tama namate. That guy's that guy's either like really offended right now, or he's uh, I think he's happy. He's laughing really hard. One of the two. <laughs> well, well, hopefully, we'll see in a minute here. Yeah, we'll see what he says. He said, "Do it. Wait, wait. Go for it. Wait. wait. <laughs> Come on, Mike." I'm watching the chat, and somehow my chat's not updating very well here. Oh, no. Yeah, on the phone, sometimes it's not as great. It takes a little bit of time. Molly is yeah. cool with it, they said. Um, but, yeah, we so, got – But Okay, but but Molly, you know what he said, right? What? No. He said almost. <laughs> Molly said almost. almost? Does, he have oh, to, he does he have to say it again? <laughs> 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 wait, pro, wait, Pete just called Molly a wash up in Japanese. So I'm just <laughs> I'll tell you I'll tell you I'll tell you how the story came about. I was in Hiroshima in a bar and the bartender's like, Okay, at the gig tomorrow when you play a guitar solo on stage, you have to say, Erigato, Tama Namate. Okay, and I was like, Okay, what's that mean? And let's see if Molly got it this time. So sure. Lick my lick my balls, he said. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> You got it. I've got other, I've got other terrible ones. Sumimasen, anata no oki oishi oshiri, mote kite kurusai, onegaishibasu. We'll see if he gets that. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I hope uh, Yoshi's not working, not watching. So um, I mean, you know, he spent, he spent. Oh, uh, he'll, he'll get a kick out of it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah, we should, anyway, we should, we should move on. This is bad. Okay. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. This is good stuff. So it's time I got for another a, drink. Uh, I got a great Japan story. Let's go for oh, it. Oh, cool. 
but it makes me look like a ass, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> you know. So we um one of the times that we were down there touring, the the label took us out to this restaurant. We all wanted sushi. So they took us to a, to a sushi restaurant. They said, this is one of the best ones here. Oh, okay, cool. So I look at the picture because they left us there because the, the, the peas, the, the four uh, front men and woman, went to do press and they left the band at this restaurant. They said, look, anything you want, it's on us. We'll come back when after the press. And okay, cool. So no one there spoke English. So all we had was those menus with the pictures on them. And so I saw something that looked like Kobe beef. And I was like, man, that looks good. That's what I want. And so I ordered that and ordered a bunch of other stuff. And I ate it, and it was amazing. I was like, oh, can I have another one of these? She said, okay. And she, had, she giggled. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and she walked away, and I, I thought that was kind of odd. So she brought it back. I ate it again. I was like, can I get another one? She giggled again. <laughs> I was like, what am I? So I asked someone, am I saying something wrong? We're like, man, we don't know. We can't speak to anyone here. So the label comes back, and I asked them, it's like, hey, why do they keep giggling me when I order this? And they're like, oh, that's horse. <laughs> oh, oh, it's yeah, horse. horse. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's great. Give me two more. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you know, well, you know. It was amazing, but apparently it's funny that I was just kept eating horse, <laughs> raw horse. There's, there's a horse raw meat horse. restaurant that was raw right horse. behind. Wow. Yeah, there was a horse meat restaurant that was right behind my hotel. I couldn't believe it. I wanted to go in once, and somebody was like, "You know, that's horse. Like that's what they do there." And I was like, oh, "Okay, don't need to, don't need to go there." Yeah, that's it was great. It, it was honestly good. was great. Yeah, wow. but it was raw, like raw like, horse. Only- yeah, you wow. know how a Kobe beef comes over here or yeah, anywhere yeah. else where you put it on the ro- the, st- the really hot rock mm-hmm. and you, you put the raw horse on the rock, you cook it, and then you eat it. It's really, oh, okay. really, really I got thin. You. I got mm. you. Oh, so yeah. You're, you're going to cook it yourself. I got you. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. I love, it really yeah. was good. I love Japanese <laughs> barbecue places, too. They so, have Pete, a... now, now you got to go and you got to try. Well, I've, I've had a lot of funky, I mean, like, not funky, but, you know, you go there and you tend to eat a lot of things that you might not norm. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, there we go. Checked up. Am I back? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you, you tend to eat a lot of things that you might not, but I had, like, some crazy stuff. Like, I had, uh, I was out for dinner one night with, you know, label and publishing people and stuff, and uh, somebody said, this is my favorite thing. You got to try this. And it, it was like kind of purplish pink and it was cold and it, I ate it and the texture was kind of like, I was like, what is this? And they're like, it's raw eel and it's been cured oh. in, <laughs> in soy sauce overnight, oh. you know? And I was just oh. like, oh man. And then at the same, so you're like, I can't do that. Like, and then, you know, like just a lot of different stuff like that. I think the first time I had tongue was that night, and, which I never, that's no big deal. But, you know, a lot of things like you, you can have one meal where it's like, geez, I tried three things tonight I've never had before. And a couple of them were pretty funky, <laughs> but it's, it's great. You know, expand your horizons. Why not? Yeah. See, what, I, my, my wife would be in for any of that. Yeah. My, mine <laughs> yeah. too. Mine too. Yeah. I mean, Jim. You're like she'd be like, "Yep, mm-hmm, yep." I'm yeah, I, you know what they serve down here in Florida? Uh, alligator. You ever have that? I've had that. I've, yep. I've ha- actually had great alligator. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. 
That's pretty normal. I mean, that's pretty reasonably normal. I mean, I don't is know. it? Yeah. That's, that's not really. Uh, I grew up. My, my grandmother lived in Florida for a million years, so down in Marco Island. So, oh, okay. All all growing up, I went there a million times, and I had alligator a few times. So, yeah. Hey, coming in your room for a minute, Dave, because I'm looking for my uh, my uh, charger, which I left somewhere. Hey, over here, you left it in here. Oh, did I? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so the backstory for people who are watching this, just so you, people who are watching and didn't know, is that originally we the plan was that uh, Dave, George, and Pete were going to be at a bar, hanging out, drinking, uh, but technically that didn't work. So now they're all in the same place, just sitting in different rooms. Because <laughs> just, just so that all drinking knows. the same stuff. Yeah. If we sit together, there's this horrible echo. Yeah. And right now we're all the mics, the mics pick. Yeah, the mic pick up each other, and then it creates this weird loop. But we're or at professionals. Least we're professionals. We sorted it out. My twenty-five dollar yeah. mic sucks. That's right. But we're making it work. We, we're making the gig. <laughs> hey, right you now. know what? Your mic, your mic sounds fine when you're by yourself. So it yeah, works yeah. fine. Yeah. Bar or something. You can return you know, it tomorrow. Maybe it's just omnidirectional. That's a technical term, folks. There you go. Yeah. Maybe Can you they... need a ribbon ribbon mic for your your headphones <laughs> <laughs> for our Google Hangouts. Yeah. Well, Dave, maybe you can do a mod on it if you. Uh... Oh, oh yeah, I could probably do a mod on. It. Actually, you know, I was I was sitting here thinking like Barry was like, "Can I listen to this?" And it's going to be delayed when I listen. And I'm like looking at my my little string here with my headset thing, and I'm like going, "If I cut this off, I can separate the wires." <laughs> But I'm, I'm liable to cut right through it, though. <laughs> so I decided that that wouldn't be the best choice. See, I knew Check it. those headphones, dude. That's yeah, that, when I well, what, I, what, I, what, I, what I actually have to do is set it up, uh, which I haven't tried yet, but Mark, and we have to try this one day. I'll set it up through my uh, interface here, and I think uh, I can do the same thing with, like, a mic and, and a good set of headphones or something. Yeah, yeah, well, that's kind of how I have it set up here with this microphone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got the little road, road mic, right? It's actually a the blue blue mic. Sorry. Yeah. yeah plug. Yeah. Sorry, road. Uh, actually, here's the plug for blue. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. We got the blue mic right here, and it's a USB. It works. Works good. And so. we and we may as well while we're at it plug the bar that we were going to do it from was, the other door in North Hollywood. I was uh, just about uh, to say that. Uh, thank it was going to be cool, but. It didn't happen. Their internet just didn't cut it. So, what was yeah, the bar? great bar? Nice selection of alcohol, but slow internet. So, don't expect to do any uh, Google Hangouts there. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> not going to happen. And what was the name of the bar? The other door. The other name. door. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. So that's that's too bad. One one day we'll figure it out. We're gonna have to figure it out when we go to Summer Nam. So we... I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to food for a second, Pete. Yeah. China. What, never what been, got? never ah. been, heard lots of, <laughs> heard a lot of stories, and you know, I'm not okay, saying I'll leave it right I, there. I, I'd I'll love to go right there. there. I'm sure you got some good ones. Maybe. Wait, I'll be right so, back. You know, okay. No, it's it's not good. It's yeah. you know what we know of as Americans. Well, you're Canadian, but me growing up here, when you you think Chinese food, that is not right. What right. Chinese food is. So you go over there. <laughs> They have no fried rice. They have no, like, you know, anything that you eat here. Everything comes in jello. What is it in China? It's, it's gelatin. 
Yeah, oh, it's, really? Because it, it's a gelatin based. Uh, that, Almost that's a their, delay. That's no their they're oh, really no, like no. high end food is all gelatin based. And I'm really? saying this wrong, and my wife is going to kill me. But <laughs> it, 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 she's like, oh my God, I would have loved that. But for me, it was like duck feet and and, and gelatin and, and oh. duck. Oh, yeah, duck my wife's beak, all over it. Duck beak and gelatin. Yeah. And it was just like they were spinning this at the table. And I was just like, was I can't eat anything here. And I really didn't eat anything. I, I just didn't. I wasn't brave enough. But the weirdest of all, of Sweet. all, of all, was when we did Kazakhstan. Oh, we where Borat is from. Yes. <laughs> See, that's, an, that's another thing that they hate over there. We said that as we were going in. They were like, ah, oh, Americans. Right. Uh, no. <laughs> they didn't want any part of that. <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, Americans. Yeah, Borat. Wow. Someone makes a movie, and that's what we're, we're, we're good for. So th- they take us to the high-end restaurant there, and the delicate- delicacy was camel milk. Ooh. Camel milk. Camel milk. Tell, yes. Let me tell you, <laughs> I watched a lot of people try it and puke. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Warm camel milk. Oh, I, don't, was... I don't like milk, let alone camel milk. <laughs> yeah, any kind of just, milk. It just doesn't sound. I mean, I like, I, I still like milk. I like milk so, and cookies, but I'm so still a child at heart. It's bad for you. It's cow pus. It, it, it is bad for you. I'll leave it at this. Tim, who's the other guitar player in the band, said, so can I ask you a question? How'd you get this milk? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No answer. Camel milk, right? Yeah, Yeah. camel milk. I'm so sure. Uh (laughs) Maybe um, I've just never seen a tit on the camel, but I could be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, be wrong. Right. Well, Where is that coming from? <laughs> you know what? This show's not not named right. It's called Tone Talk, right? Yeah. <laughs> Should be shit talk. Yeah, know, shit we're... talk or, or cam- camel tits and other uh, <laughs> gross fo- gross food talk. We can yeah, always uh, rename it or put or put uh, you know the new name in parentheses next to Tone Talk on the YouTube thing. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Dave. Why is Tone Merchants getting a phone call at this time? That was actually me. Oh, okay. That, that was, yeah, that wasn't me. But but let me tell you something. Uh, uh, the store and or uh, the emails at the store or and or Friedman emails or my personal emails come in at all freaking hours of the night. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Dave, like that could, that could be some guy like me that happens to be like playing a show that happens to be in a relevant time zone that's like, why won't my switcher work? <laughs> or, <laughs> oh, oh whatever, no, no, right? no, 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 no. I've had Steve Stevens calling me, you know, at, at, hey, where's the gear you sent over to Europe? Uh, uh, it literally is like hours before the show and the gear isn't there yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I was told that it was delivered, and they're looking for it. And that was re- that was recently, right? I, that no, that was real recently. Yeah, yeah. So that's like you know, four six a.m. Yeah. Getting that phone call, you know. Wow. And sorry, I woke you. Well, fortunately, I have a young son, so you didn't wake me. But <laughs> yeah, there's been many an occasion though where I've called you. Now, if it was Pete, <laughs> yeah, you would have woken yeah. him. 
That's funny. Yeah, I've I've called you in a panic many times, many times, right? Been yes, like, um, yes, Pete. Me yeah. too. Unlike, well, George, to a lesser extent, Pete. Pete unfortunately <laughs> has the uh, designation as the unluckiest gear person on the planet. Even though he knows what the hell he's doing with his gear, the shit just breaks on him for no apparent reason whatsoever. Wow, it's true. Just it's like true. it's true. Just like, well, the piece of gear broke. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> just stop. Yeah, working. I have the, I have the weirdest shit go wrong, and it'll be at a sound check, and it's like it was working five minutes ago, and all of a sudden the, you know, Blew whatever. Up. Like my, yeah, it just doesn't like in the weird weird stuff, like my MIDI AB box or something just yeah. quits working, and it's like shit the bed. And and you're right. I kind of I know what I'm talking about, right? I mean, like no, I you know, yeah. that's the thing. When you're calling me, asking me, you're like you're stumped, and that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know your gear better than your tax or anyone else or you know you know how it all works and you know how to make it function unlike a lot of people but um uh yeah no and you know george likewise he knows his gear inside and out especially now yeah. jesus i i, I <laughs> you're not i'm not call you to ask questions yeah, because uh, the, the stuff you have going on with your new rig and stuff, George, man, I have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I I come here all the time, and and it's a blessing for me to actually be able to come here and pick Dave's brain all the time. And I'm like, hey, I want to do this, and he'll just put his hand on his head. He's like, dude, you're making my brain hurt. Can you come back like in two days and come <laughs> in the morning before? anything starts so i can actually write this stuff down and figure out how it's gonna work i'm like okay okay <laughs> i want to i want to do this i'm like yeah but i've never put a camel in a rig <laughs> <laughs> a camel how again? the hell is like how do, how do how the hell do i connect it <laughs> <laughs> that's where you get the juice from that's where you get the milk from right uh, i guess yeah. so yeah that's yeah the, the yeah god i just <laughs> i literally just did that like i got i got the new freeman pedal board from him and i was like oh perfect i'm gonna use the his um his patch bay and it's perfect and everything's coming out of the and i came and i was like dude it's oscillating oscillating and he's like damn it george <laughs> <laughs> and it was just the way i was plugging it in wasn't working and so unfortunately had to redo the whole damn thing again and by the way your small the small board's done ah yes oh um, start programming well i mean uh there's one little tiny thing that we gonna fix tomorrow morning okay well actually well i don't know how that much the small board's gonna do you good because you only have you know the delays and stuff on it and <laughs> Won't do anything until yeah, I have no. the other one then. Yeah, I won't do really do anything until you have the other one. So they'll have the other one in the first few days of next week. So, Okay. So you'll have it by <laughs> midweek, let's say. So, well, the, fir the first gig is at the Viper Room on the 24th. So I got to start rehearsing. Well, uh, yeah. And programming. That's my birthday, yeah. George. June 24th? Oh, really? June yeah, 24th? June 24th. Yeah. Well, are you going to come see us for the first time? I should. You've been in the room. I You've might been just... in the room a couple of times. Yeah, man. It's like so. It's a Cairo knife fight gig. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, maybe that's my birthday plans. Early night. It's your birthday then. June twenty fourth. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, I share a birthday good. with Jeff with with Jeff Beck. Same Find a girl. Find a girl and uh, bring her to the gig, and then go do something else. 
Yeah, we go on early, uh, 8 p.m. So, yeah, oh, playing time. Cool. Yeah. What okay. something else is is up to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, George, you want to tell you want to tell us about your rig that you're using? Oh my god. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> well, George, George, you should tell them about your band first in case people haven't heard it. Because I saw you and it's like, I, I was like, whoa, I, it's unique what you're doing. Yeah, right? it I is. Mean, it's, it's very it, different. It's, it's two. So it's just two people. And we're pulling off a lot for two people. And I know there's a lot of bands like Royal Blood. And uh, to me, the best two-man band was White Stripes. Um, but they're doing it great. But we're just doing it at a, a unique way in a different way. And so my, my pedal board, and by the way, it's Cairo knife fight, Cairo, like in Egypt knife, like I'm going to cut you and fight. So Cairo knife fight, mm. um, com or Facebook or whatever. Um, so I'm switching the, the big rig that Dave bit built for me. It looks like a refrigerator, like the ones behind me. And that's what I used to record the record. And we did it all live, and it's switching five amps. So two Dirty Shirley's in stereo, and be in the effects loop of the two Dirty Shirley's, there's a stereo drawer, which isn't supposed to work, but Dave made it work. So <laughs> the, the looper, and so all, uh, three Strymon pedals go into a looper, which are all programmed through MIDI. So anything that I, those pedals are doing, I loop, and then... That goes through the effects loop because I don't want it to mess with the compression of the amp. So it's going behind the amp. And then the same pedals, the same drawer pedals are going through the front in case I want to do sweeps with the delays or mm. whatever. I like delays sometimes in the back or sometimes in the front. So That's very cool. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're doing that. And then uh, RJM switching systems are switching each. So it switches the two stereo amps in stereo. And then there's a third amp that does uh, kind of a Vox-type tone. It's a Three Monkeys amp that I use normally, mm -hmm. the Orangutan. And then the final, the final stage of amp, uh, guitar amps is the B100. So it's two Dirty Shirley's, a Three Monkeys, and it's all in stages. So it starts, and I also filter the two stereo amps with uh, a Mobius. So when Nick is singing, I filter everything down to really quiet. Hmm. so hmm. during during that everything's being filtered and then it goes up another stage during the verse another stage during the b section which is when i bring in unfilter the two dirty shirley's bring this is so nerdy jesus no it's cool <laughs> no, I like that's, it. what, that's what we know <laughs> people yeah. love it yeah, that's yeah so, inter it's interesting how you're, yeah. how you're uh, describing the mobius and stuff it's cool yeah i unfilter well, yeah. The, the unfilter the two dirty shirley's so they they sound the way they're supposed to sound and then I bring in the three monkeys and then the B100 is the loudest thing and it's the second loudest thing and it's dry, completely dry. And that gives me the big chunky sound. And then I have a 1200 watt uh, 8x10 bass rig. That's the final stage and that turns on during the choruses. Now, every amp has its own isolated send and then the bass amp has its own signal path in the big rig they all have their own signal path with their own respective drawers so they, <laughs> wow they yeah they do yeah, so, the so, base... so like so you know to kind of put it uh george is building like layers of dynamics sort of you know yeah. so so he's he's like 
you know, he goes down to the Dirty Shirley's and he says, when he says he filters them, he's, he's kind of making them a little more smaller, a little more AM radio sounding. And mm-hmm. then it gets a little bit bigger. And then another amp kicks in and it gets bigger. And then a bass amp kicks in and it just kicking your ass. You know what I mean? Like, so, wow. so it, 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 the dynamics of the whole um, thing with the band is what, that, that's what makes it really, really cool. I mean, you know, when it gets really heavy and the yeah. bass amp kicks in and, and everything, and it's like, so you can feel it in your chest, you know, and it's really cool. So, George, like, how, like, like let, me, let me just ask you, like, how when you're doing that, like, so part-wise, like, when you're playing, how do you approach that? Like, because you're obviously musically also, you know, whatever you're playing is going to correspond with the tones changing and dynamics, right? So do you well, have, like a like, a any kind of low octave shift or anything when that bass amp comes in or no well, well yes and no okay so for the old cairo knife fight music the way the original guitar player did it was he was just using a pog on everything but i hated the fact that i couldn't get tight with my parts with the pog mm-hmm. so i mm. took one of my groshes to eric and i asked him to lower the pitch on it from a to a so i did the whole record with a guitar that's pit tuned a to a so when oh. you're when you're playing the guitar that's tuned a to a it's you don't need the pog it's basically a, a you know one one whole step lower than a baritone so you're, you're playing a bass yeah essentially yep. but i still turn on the pog for for because what the pog does is it gives it this like like just dirtiness that's crazy when you're going through the bass amp so when I need that really crazy bigness, that's going on. But that's the the first <laughs> version of the rig. Right now we're on the fourth version of the mm. rig, <laughs> which is what yeah, it's 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 morphed uh, it's morphed uh, a few times and same concept. Yeah. So let me explain but, what he's finishing now is even crazier. So when we finish the record the biggest challenge was to figure out how I'm going to play these songs live. Cause I didn't do anything on the record that I couldn't perform live. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I made sure that even the parts, uh, if you download the, the song that was just downloaded uh, available today, a six, mm-hmm. you hear there's all this craziness going on in the, that's all live. That's a, a Strymon pedal that I, that it's completely wet and it's doing their, their octave pitch thing. And it's just uh, oscillating itself. So when I'm playing that simple riff, those two dirty Shirley's are completely oscillating themselves nonstop. So it creates this crazy washed out thing that's going on beyond. And on top of that, I have two, three dry amps that I'm playing. So that thing is so cool. That thing is going crazy. I mean, he's looping, you know, he's looping stuff and, and making it, you know, like, so you're building like an ambient like craziness that's going on while you can still play dry parts and keep it yeah, on top. Yeah, yeah on that's top. cool. And so it, it's so much. It's so much at this point with, with when he explains it to me that I'm just like, yeah, okay, yeah, you just go ahead and program that, and have fun, because uh, I don't even want to wrap my head around what you're trying to do. You always say that to me, though, too. You do that to me when I'm like, hey, so if I do this and that, you're like, look, you MIDI stuff, just figure that out on your own. <laughs> it's all quiet. It's well, well, first of all, you can. 
And and you don't want to pay me to, to figure it out for you, do you? <laughs> no, um, no, not really. You know? no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> you know, uh, you know. Believe me, there's plenty of times when I do have to be paid to figure it out and make it happen for the people. But you know, I totally understand. Uh, I'm just I'm just giving you shit. And and, and, so, and then the, the, you know the best thing that I've ever uh, uh, we've ever figured out with doing rigs for people is. Um, you know, it was it wasn't that long ago, really. It's, it's like maybe five, six years ago. Someone for the very first time said, "Hey, let me, hey, let me film this on my phone." When I was showing him the process of how to program things, you know, and okay. uh, really, no one had done it before, like six years ago, right? And um, and I'm like, "Oh, that's perfect." Just do, right. and I I do that with everyone all the time now because. I can, I can, they just focus on my hands and I'm just explaining it as I do it. And then they have a, a record of it forever. And, mm. uh, you know, they can Smart. watch it 150 times if they have to, to try to figure out what I told them. Mm. Um, some people get it right away and they don't really need that, but other people, you know, forget it the minute I tell it to them. So Unfortunately, you know, it just depends on the person. Unfortunately for you and me, Pete, we take home blank rids that we got to go program. <laughs> Well, that's because both of you know how to do it. That's right. It's 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 and there's there's an appeal to like okay, but the rig works. works. But the rig works right. Absolutely, absolutely right. Right. That's super. I want want to finish this real quick, just because we only touched half of it. Um, so when you and Pete, you you know how this goes when when you do gigs and you have this great idea and and Dave makes it happen. You get to the show and you're like, that's not working. Something's missing. And so uh-huh. I, I did a tour with Cairo and every time my loops, I would set up my loops, they would take over everything. And that's when I thought, oh. you know what? I need a third amp to go above that that's not connected to that signal chain so, I can, have def- that. Yeah, so I can have definition and be able to play a part that you can actually – be able to tell what the hell I'm playing. Otherwise it's just mush, which is what I hate about looping. Most people just loop and it's just mush. You don't even know what the hell they're playing. Right. So, well, you know, in, in a studio context, that's interesting. Cause it's like, I had to kind of learn that working with producers. Like they're like, no, don't play something so perfect. You can just play anything. I'm just going to blend this behind the track, you know? Mm-hmm. And that, you know what I mean? Like when you go in the studio, they're like, just make noise, like do something up high and do some droney sh- you know, play, put a bunch of delay and reverb on it, and it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, they, they just they just loop it in the background and just let it let right. it like kind of oscillate on itself in the background of the track. I, I learned that a long time ago. In fact, yeah, a friend of mine, James, James Santiago, um, showed me that a million years ago. I mean, like twenty years ago almost. And yeah, he did it with an Echoplex, and he and an old Echoplex, and he got this little like little loop going on it, and he goes, just put this in the back of the track. You don't yeah. even know it's there almost. That's but right. But if you take this it is... away, if you take it away, you're like, wait, what's missing? Hmm. So that's that's yeah. fascinating. George has figured out a way to kind of incorporate that into a live context. Yeah. And Well, know. even beyond that is once I put that third amp, I also realized that the, the sound man was saying, hey, man, those loops you're creating, I, they're so crazy, but I can't turn them up. Yeah. So that's one of the times that I came today and I was like, hey, I need to change something. I need to be able to send an auxiliary signal that I can turn on and off to the front of house. How do we do that? 
And so we <laughs> right. have to, oh, yeah. we have Dave. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he built me a box that's being switched on and off with just a simple amp control. And now all those loops go to front of house and to Nick and his in-ears. And so whatever I create live can actually be turned up by the front of house or Nick so he can play to it which was a big problem is if it's coming through my amps and my amps aren't my, for some reason, we're in a small place, forget about it. It's just going to be good luck. Right. And, and then we complicate matters even more with Nick. <laughs> oh my now, God. Now Nick has a whole setup where he is looping things also with drums and Nick and, is a drummer. If people don't know. Keyboards right. and, yeah. things. And, singing uh, and playing drums and playing bass with his left hand all at the same yeah. time. Yeah, I can say, <laughs> safely say, I can safely say that if you're seeing this band, you're not hearing any tracks whatsoever. None. Wow. We don't have because a I, single track. I've suggested it a few times, but Nick looks at me with the fucking <laughs> eye, you know, corner of his eye, just like wanting to kill me. <laughs> and, just, and just to remind everybody, we're talking about Cairo Knife Fight. Yes. So I, check them out. June 24th at the Viper Room. There you go. <laughs> thank, thank. <laughs> Pete's birthday. It's there Pete's birthday show. <laughs> I won't be here. I'll, I, I'm going to be in uh, in Indiana. Well, we have uh, other shows now. We finally are getting shows, which is amazing. We're doing also Sweetwater um, Gear Fest in Indiana. Ah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, it probably is going to be like 90 degrees and uh, outside 90 percent humidity, and maybe it'll rain like one year. We're going to be at the Cairo Knife Fight Gear Fest at the Viper Room. Yeah. Okay. Well, the whole point of what he's, he's, this is interesting because the whole point of why we had to rebuild everything is I couldn't get a gig in town to save my life because my footprint was huge. I had five amps, a bait, which included a big ass bass amp. Nick had his own bass amp. And so no one would take us. They were like, no, we, I mean, you guys are as much as a 12 piece band. No. And Mm. so I came to Dave again and I was like, how do I, bring this all down and so now it's two um two twelve uh freedman cabs one dirty shirley he's building a dirty shirley channel into my b100 so i could switch and do essentially the same thing oh and then nick and i are now something else that he's doing <laughs> sharing the same bass amp oh wow so, so it's lowering our footprint to where we can play the small places so we are playing smaller places now so we're playing actually the Silver Lake Lounge on July sixth. Oh. oh, that's cool. That'll be good. Well, that wait, that I can come to. Yeah, it's gonna be very that's, interesting. You know, that's catching me right before I go to Summer Nam. So, awesome. what date is that? that I, uh, July sixth. July sixth. Yeah, that's right. That's a week yeah. before Nam. Yeah. yeah. Week before Nam. So I'll, I'll be leaving a few several days later. I think the tenth or something. Oh, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss one thing though. We played this small bar that we're like, oh, we don't care how loud you are. We're loud. And <laughs> now now we're not anymore because we're we you know made everything smaller, but we have Oh, tried. I somehow doubt that. Everything smaller, but what? You have one like one, the smaller is the a relative is louder. Relative. <laughs> So we the B one hundred, by the way, is still a hundred and like fifteen dB. Yeah. If yeah, you crank base, it. My base app is still eight hundred watts, but 
we'll see. We have <laughs> we haven't done this yet, so this is all you know. One thing that Nick says about Nick's a drummer. If people don't know who Nick we reference are uh, referencing, he says that he said to Dave when Dave said, "Why don't you just use tracks?" And he's like, "Because <laughs> the, the band is dangerous. It's no literally now. You can come to see us live and know that you're going to see one or two things: magic happen." Or a complete disaster. <laughs> so he's like, I like that danger. I, right. I love when he said that to me I the first time. I'm like, that's cool. Well, someone actually wrote, ever... someone wrote in the oh, chat. Also, they were like, they said something like, uh, "It sounds like a lot could possibly go wrong in the rig." So, well, like with tracks, something can't go wrong. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> true. I think that's been proven otherwise. By yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here, let's date myself a little bit. Millie well, let me Millie. see. Ashley Simpson. <laughs> Ashley oh, yeah. Simpson. Yeah, yeah. Simpson. Yes. yeah that was, um, absolutely. Let's see. Let's. I'm sure there's a bunch of others too that we don't know about. Oh, there's there's tons. There's tons. So actually, I was thinking, Pete, have you been working on your your uh, next album? Uh, slowly but surely. Um, so I I started producing a record for a girl that I met uh, that's from England, and she came over here and we worked for three or four weeks, and I've got to get on that because. We've got, you know, nine tracks that are really cool that I've just got to get done and mixed and stuff and finished. Mm. So that so that kind of happened and, and I need to be need to be completing that project. But in the meantime, I've got about four tracks um, for a record. And uh, you know, I've got like another three that I'm like, more. yeah. What's that? You got about two million more though. Probably. Well, you know, the the concept was kind of like I'd done all the video demos for pedals and stuff like that. And it's like, well, those are all kind of demo songs like that. Right. I can consider, you know, stuff I can right work back. towards a new, a new album. So, um, so yeah, so I, I worked up, um, a few of those and it's been really fun because actually, uh, Steve Stevens has been doing it, uh, with, uh, Eric as well, the drummer from Billy Idol. So it's, you know, two, two folks from the fine Billy Idol band. <laughs> what well, you got there? He finished the bottle. <laughs> Bottle no, he's topping us up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he just oh, said, shit. drink that, will you? <laughs> oh, the drink fairy. Here he comes. Hey, wait a minute. It's Dave Friedman. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that guy. He's now a bartender. Oh, my. Now he's headed to the John. Um, so, um, so yeah, so I worked up a few tracks with Steve and with with uh, Eric Aldanius from the from the Idol band, and Steve is so fun to get involved because he's, you know, he's he's playing bass on the song. That's songs. awesome. Yeah. And, oh wow. And he played, yeah, and he played bass on two songs on Guitar Nerd, which I was so stoked about. He did. And it was so fun. Yeah. Yeah, he played. So he played bass on uh, on Revenge of the Nerd, the first song. Mm. So he, he, and he did it at home and I was, I was like, Hey, could you, would you think about doing this? And he was like, absolutely. And he did it. And so he emails me the track, you know, and I was like, Oh, I can't wait to hear it. You know, and it, it you know, he, we transferred it to me or whatever. And I pulled it into the session and dropped it in. And then just to hear what he did for the, you know, like just to listen to his creativity on the track playing bass, I was like, Oh, cause it's such a cool bass part that he played. Right. And you no, know, he, he, he comes in and he's like real sparse with it. And then he plays up, uh, up an octave. And then when the song builds and the melody kind of comes in before the first verse, he drops down to like the low and just his dynamics and the way that he did that. I was like, Oh my God, it's perfect. You know? Oh, really? so, so that was the first time I'd done anything with him. And um, so, so this time around he, he came in and we did, uh, 
three tracks and uh uh you know he just was like killing it on bass and then he's also done some programming and stuff like keys which is amazing because when he gets involved in doing any kind of stuff that's keys or synths or anything like that it really starts to sound like him hmm. like it just takes on this character where it's like you know that sound like part of what you know like whatever flesh for fantasy or if anybody's got the memory crash album or that kind of stuff he's such a big part of that sound like right. uh, an integral part of that so no matter whether or not you wrote the song or whatever you know he it takes on this his character and it's like i'm like oh my god just have at it dude like it's just really cool so that's awesome awesome so that's been really fun yeah so i'm working on it it's coming you know that's cool and and the band that you were working with uh what, what was the, the holly woo woo or something like that I <laughs> that's her like her instagram name yeah oh, okay instagram. okay <laughs> yeah. she's holly woo woo on uh on on instagram but she's great man so literally this girl i found her on instagram and Thank you. uh and that's where you know i literally met this 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 person on instagram and now we're really good friends and i i'd see these videos she'd put it put up and i'd be like oh, she's really interesting you know and and then oh, she made great. this yeah, she makes these demos. Oh, this is actually a really good story. So she makes these demos, and, you know, she's a girl in the south of England. She doesn't even own, like, an audio interface or anything like that. She literally has, a lap, like, an old Mac laptop. And she, she, I didn't even know this until she got over here. She's like, oh, the way that I record my demos is I sing everything and play everything into the Mac laptop, like the microphone. Oh, my God. On the, yeah. <laughs> and, and so literally that's, she's got these demos up and, and, uh, and, you know, they sound like super lo-fi and all that, but the ideas, like she's stacking vocals where there's like, you know, 10 parts of vocal harmonies going on and stuff. And I'm like, this girl's kind of like a little bit of a genius. And I, I got really, really interested in it. And cool. And that's how she does it, you know. She so she gets here, and and I was like, "How'd you get that tone on the guitar solo of the demo for this one song?" And she's like, "Oh, I literally I, I perched like the laptop on my bed, sort of in front of my little 15 watt box solid state guitar amp or whatever, and I just hit record or whatever, and it's coming through the mic on the and you know, crazy cool creativity." And I, I got so uh, you know just just I was just amazed by her uh, her um, just the ingenuity, you know that. Uh, so so I brought her over. You know, I flew over here like we're gonna make a record deal, and mm. and I got her Pete. together with, yeah. Pete. What's her yeah. name? Her, her real Holly name, Hen Holly Henderson. Okay. Yeah, she's Holly Woo Woo on Instagram. Holly Woo Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Look, search her Holly Woo Woo on Instagram. You'll find her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. She's she's awesome. So so we got her here and we did a bunch of tracks with uh, my buddy Blair Sinta. A great, great drummer that's played with you know Annie Lennox and uh, and Alanis Morissette and all kinds of people, and uh, John Button who tours with the Who now actually well, he plays bass with the Who. So we, we we did you know nine basics and then just kind of reconvened back in my studio and did all the rest of it. So now it's just up to me to kind of finish it, but it's been really fun. That's cool. And what, how's it gonna when when it gets done? Is it gonna be released uh, like through iTunes or what's how's it gonna be released? You know, what we'll probably do is try and get people involved, interested in the industry to say like, here's, you know, she's, she's, she's an amazing talent. She's 21. She's beautiful. It's like, you know, it's amazing. Really it's good. like, yeah, she really is. It's like, she's just a, and she's just a pleasure to work with. It's like anybody that wouldn't want to work with her. I don't understand, you know, it'd be like, so, you know, what we'll probably do is try and get, you know, somebody to help us out with it, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's a label or management or something to get people interested. I've got four or five songs mixed to the point where it's like, basically like I play them for people and they're like, Holy shit, dude. Like, that's pretty great. You know? Oh, that's um, awesome. I can't wait to hear it. No, it's yeah. really, really great so, stuff. Cause I, I was here when he was uh, recording it, you know? 
and uh, and seeing her come in and listen to what she did and stuff, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah really, awesome. really special. Now, did you play yeah. on it, Pete? Or it was... you know, I did, but but I tried to play as little as possible because um, my friend Dennis said, you know, the one he and this is such good advice, you know, when you're going to produce somebody, he said, y- y- listening to her demos, which are super lo-fi and done literally through the laptop mic, you know, he said the hardest thing about this is not is going to be to not fuck it up. You know, like to not screw with her, her raw vibe. thing, her vibe. And, and that's totally true. You know, I was like, I don't want to mess it up. And I need to, as I go back and start finishing the tracks, I need to actually go back and listen to her demos more and make sure I'm getting to the heart of what she does, because she really is a, she's, she's got a special thing. You know, that's, that's great. Pretty great. So, right. Yeah, so, so I played guitar. a little bit, long story short, but I literally did things that like flew in her her guitar solos from the demos because they sounded so cool recorded through the Mac laptop, <laughs> you know? So there's, there's some stuff that made it from the, from the laptop demos onto the, onto the tracks. Oh really? It's just cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I had to, I had to be kind of make it work cause it sounds so cool. There's keyboard stuff and, and all kinds of stuff. You know? well, she, she told me she, what's that? Was she using garage band or logic? Yeah. So she uses garage band when she does keyboard stuff, she plays the keyboard on the laptop. <laughs> oh my god like really the, the key yeah so she and and she comes up with this amazing stuff you know this is like whoa kids these days you know but literally wow. she went to do a she told me she went to do a session for a guy in london because he loved her keyboard stuff and she shows up with her laptop and she starts <laughs> playing the playing the keyboard the guy's like what the hell are you doing and she's like this is how i do it <laughs> so, it'll work man yeah that's brave great. new world pretty cool totally yeah that's that's so there so George there's one end of rigs and gear all the way to the other end right we got yes <laughs> you know and it's all valid whatever works you know well let so, me tell you I I have yet I mean as far as pop stuff because I mean that's what I'm you know now I'm doing the the Cairo stuff but I, I I've done the P stuff for since nine nineteen ninety eight and yeah. I recently. I never go to a session with any real amps. I just take my Axe effects because I know that it's going to be mixed so out of the way that what's the point? And, right. and I'm everyone's best friend in those sessions. Like when I show up with my Axe effects and they're like, you know, I need this sound and I just dial it in. They're like, Oh my God, that's great. Mm-hmm. And it, it, and it really does make those sessions go so much faster because it isn't right. about the guitar. I mean, those bands aren't about the guitar. Never about the guitar. It's about the vocals. Right. It's about the song. And mm-hmm. so when you go the... in there and you're, yeah, it, it, I hate that goddamn word, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that word. Oh, and, what, what, what word was it? The, nerve, the word, the beat? The beat. Oh, it's, when people uh-huh. are like, yo, man, can you come over? I got some cool beats. I'm like, you have some cool songs? Fuck a beat. I'm wearing some. <laughs> That's about beat. it. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's it's funny because you know I I work so long in that world and you don't know what you're being influenced by. And the first time I, I work with Nick, he's like completely opposite of that world. He's like everything's got to be live, everything's got to be pure, nothing. No, we need real amps. We need everything. And so the first time I said. Hey, what do you, what do you, what ideas do you have for a hook? He went like, hook, ew, what's a, <laughs> what's a hook? That's so hip hop pop. Like you are so full of yourself when you already know it's a hook. 
<laughs> Man, that just brought me down to a whole different level of like realization. Like, wow, that's so cool to be like, you know what? You're right. These guys are like, I have a beat and a hook. Like, dude, you, right. have you sold the record? Have you been on the radio? If you haven't, then why you like, and, and I understand it's a brave new world and you're going to name it what you want and how you decide to talk about it. But it really is taking the, the art out of it. It's taking the, the jazz right. out of it. The it's, it's not can, go ahead. I'm sorry. Can, can we talk about um, the DJ musician? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I could talk about it. I'll tell you right now. I can talk about it. I just did now, a session fixing now, that. Now, I'm, I'm not going to knock a DJ, but it depends on how the DJ is approaching what he's doing. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, I think a DJ that still, still will spin vinyl or something is, is a talented motherfucker. Mm -hmm. um, yes. It, um, how funny is it that in the eighties we but, didn't think it was an art form? No, we didn't think it was an art form. But now I still think it's more of an art form than you know, you know, and you know, maybe I don't think our crowd will give us any flack for this, but I, I don't, no. I, I can't like buy into the DJ as the musician thing. No, unless well, exactly. he's really doing something very groundbreaking and and interesting. Which I, I'm not saying is not possible, but you know, um, I, I didn't get it until I went to uh, I went to Ibiza, and I was in a club filled with like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it was like ten thousand yes. people, and you're in one of those clubs like well, privilege, yeah. wherever I was. And then it was like when I saw that level of, and I'm talking, I don't know who it was I saw that night, but you know they've got Oakenfold and all the you know the top level like dudes, yeah. that are like the rock stars of that world. And when you're in a club with like the 10, I got, I went, Oh, I get this music. Finally. It's tribal. It's tr It's a tribal event. I, with, I, okay. I, I, I understand that. I, I, and I, and I think, you know, and I think some of it is viable and some, some of the rock star guys that do it, do it, do it very well. And, and, and they're kind of creative in what they do. Yeah. There's so many that are not creative at all in what they do. And it's just sure. really just, you know, iTunes well, and press play kind of, you know, it's absolutely. Like, yeah. absolutely. Well, uh, I mean, not that simply, but, but you know, well, there's, you know what? there's a couple of memes on, uh, that go on Facebook or they show like, you know, they show a Paul, Paul Gilbert doing a solo and then they show the guy, whoever it is, he's like spinning a knob and the yeah, crowd's yeah, going, yeah. the crowd's going crazy. And he's like, <laughs> but I really, I really love, I love, uh, I mean, I love, vinyl djs that really you know yeah really uh get creative with what they do with that because at least yeah, it yeah. takes a skill set you know there's a skill set to doing that properly you know and, well, uh, um, well i'm no I'm not by any means an expert on this you probably know that, a lot of people in your world you know the world that you live in yes yes i do but the the people like uh the dj from um his name escapes me right now, but the DJ from the Beastie Boys, if you ever watched him work. Well, yeah, 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 exactly. That's what I'm talking about. That's good. You know, that's yeah. like him working vinyl is an art form because he's yeah. 
he understands rhythm and he understands pitch. And right. so Blend, blending those he'll things. blend it with vinyl and it's and he's blending it by ear. He's not blending it by a machine. And yeah, um, that's um, talent. Unfortunately, the machine has made a, a lot of those those producers lazy. And and um, oh. case in point, I you know, Black Eyed Peas right now, if it was today, it, ironically, um, I was in the studio making the tracks for the show that they're doing. They're doing the championships, Champions League, I think the UAE, the UEFA Champions League in Cardiff for the soccer mm. uh, championship. They're headlining, they're opening that, that whole thing. And I was at Henson Studios on Sunday. They called me in an emergency. We need you to come and replay your parts because all the parts were out of pitch. Mm. And this is the problem is that when they're in there producing these songs and they're, they're trying to make everything work from one part to another. And Amos, DJ Amos is an amazing producer. He's the guy that's doing this, but it's all about speed. And it's all about let's get from here to here as efficiently as possible because we've got to perform it tonight. Mm. But you're not paying attention to that. That's out of pitch. You're not even, it's not even an E flat. It's like 30 cents off of E flat. So it's somewhere in the middle and you have two choices. Get a real musician in there to actually tell you you're off by 30% or a musician that actually can detune his guitar to play to it goes in there. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened on Sunday. It's like I came in, I got called as an emergency, like we got to fix these tracks and they called us all in and we went in there and they're, and it's funny, you know, I love, uh, I forget her name, Pete. You know her better than I do. The girl Ari is playing with them now. Ariana, yeah, she's a terrific guitar yes, player. Yes, yeah. she's a terrific guitar player. She's in an unfortunate position because, uh, you know, she's going and playing to tracks yeah. that I played. <laughs> right. I've I made those things, and it's because they're not interested in quality anymore. They're interested in just getting the job done quickly. Well, I guess in and, I guess and, in those situations, it's somewhere they gotta, you know, it gets dictated, especially stylistically. Maybe with that kind of music, it's like you're gonna play the track. It's gonna be half track. It's gonna be right. I mean, there'd be times when well, it, when that won't happen, right? I mean, or well, it, for that world, because of, of it, it's, it has nothing to do with her as a player or, or any of the players that are with them over there. It has to do with the timing issue. Basically, right, you have four right. minutes to get stuff on a soccer pitch. And right. get off. They're not. They're not going to be miking stuff. When when the peas did the Super Bowl uh, a couple years ago, I I wasn't on stage. I was there, but Slash didn't want to play his solo in the studio, so he called me up and he's like, "Hey, can you go do the solo? If my amp doesn't work, I don't care if it's you." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, wait, what the hell? I don't get to play, but I'm gonna play your solo, and it's gonna be you miming me. It's like. What world are we in? <laughs> that is that is really weird, man. That's crazy. <laughs> Luckily, his amp did work. And so the NFL wouldn't allow us, the band, to be on the stage because it took too much time to mic drums, bass, guitar. So, But they would mic Slash. So they allowed to mic his <laughs> one rig uh... and the four mics of the piece. So that's why we didn't do the show. And and it's unfortunate, but that's what it is. And, and Will was referencing it a lot, saying, like, we can't repeat the disaster of the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, so tell me this, George. What do you think happened with uh, at the Super Bowl with Prince? Because he was definitely live out there playing in the rain, like ripping it. Like, that was amazing. 
2007. Said, I, I know this for a fact because I know a lot of people that worked for him. And yeah. um, he's one of the few acts that actually did it live. The Who was another one. Um, yeah. He did it live. Stones, and, and too, it live, The Stones, you two, they all yeah. did it live. And see, that's yeah. that's right. different. When you go to a Probably YouTube McCartney show. too. Yes. Uh, there was a, quite a few, but there were all big names that were like, yeah, yeah, we're not doing it unless you let us do it live, which is why you've seen the Super Bowl no longer does rock bands no longer. And they're going pop. And because it's for them, it's easier to say, well, let's just do this. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's put easier a singer to pull out it there off. with dancers and put a singer and out there with dancers and yeah, call it a track. Yeah. So look, horrible. My, my brother, my brother in law's in Bruno Mars. He's the, the, the musical director for Bruno Mars, and he was... Oh, remember, that's cool. Yeah. yeah I, re- I remember when he was in my living room looking at the charts that he was writing out for their Super Bowl show. And they went in and recorded everything, and, and it was the same thing. Nowadays, it's just too much production. Yeah. It, it, back, back when you 2 did it, back when Prince did it, it was bare bones. It was like, look, make sure this works, this works, this works, and we're going... We're going old school here. We're going live, yeah. Yeah, but don't you think? Yeah. Don't you think with those bands, with those big clout bands, they just like no, we're absolutely. We, you want us? Well, we, yeah, you want yeah, us? Absolutely. And this is the way it yeah, is. Sure. We're going to do it live. They demand it, and, you know? and I have so much respect for. I that remember because... distinctly when the Stones did it. I remember distinctly when they did it. Uh, I remember. I think I was at a bar or something with a friend of mine, and we were watching. You know. Uh, you know Charlie Watts just playing the fucking drums there, and it was just like, man, that's great. <laughs> you know, I, it I, is. I think that it was great. People, you know, I, I think that a lot of the time that that everybody goes through, or at least in the last thirty years, everybody's gone through their moment of where they do it because it's dictated to them. Like, look, you got to do it to track, so they do it or they try it. I'm sure the Stones did it. I'm sure, and then they go, you know what? We're not gonna fucking do that again. Like, that's not who we are. And I've seen artists yeah. that I've played with actually do that, where they're like, you know, that's not that's not going to happen again. We're not going to do it like that. We're going to, you know, and then they put their foot down from there on out, and it just doesn't go that way anymore. I see that a lot, actually. Like, it, you, know, it, they, you know, they it get pushed is, down a road, and, you know. It is that, Pete. It really is. It's it's how how much, I mean, when you think about people like Dave Grohl, do you think Dave Grohl will ever do? No. I'll, no. Speaking of that, have you seen this new their new video? That's great. It just came out. I haven't seen it. Yet. <laughs> oh my god! It's great. It's great. Have you seen that, Pete? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, uh, it's great. Oh my god! It's hilarious. You got to yeah. see it. It's oh, is really it good? I love it's, those it's, guys. So, they always so, made the so best video. It's, it, they do. It's basically, like all of them dressed up like it, like a senior citizen's home, right? Yes. <laughs> and the so the band plays in this like uh, senior citizen, uh, you know, room. And then yes. all the senior citizens are going ape shit, ape and shit. like, and just like <laughs> ripping each other's hair out and stuff, and like, and the song is pretty. The song is reasonably like it starts off slow and then gets really oh, heavy. It's, it's screaming it's so metal. Dope. It's so dope. And um, oh, I gotta uh, see this. It, it was. Uh, it's just hilarious. It's like really good. <laughs> well, you know, and it, me and my wife Kudos have a thing. Roll. Yeah, me and my wife have a thing that we say all the time, and she she came up with it. She she always referenced what would Frank do, and she's referencing Frank Sinatra. When we would think of things like what would Frank do in this bar, he would drink until that was done. Or, and musically, we always say what would Grohl do? 
Mm. I, because he does yeah. not take shortcuts. He just doesn't. Same thing yeah. with, with uh, Josh from Queens of the Stone Age. They just don't do shortcuts. They took the long route there. And they, he, of all people, Dave Grohl could have taken a shortcut all day. He was yeah. the drummer for Nirvana. And he yeah. did it. He was already yeah. famous before he did the Foo Fighters. And I reference that all the time. And and he's such a sweetheart. I mean, I mean, it's he's a been, good guy. I saw him yeah. like about. I saw him like you know week and a week ago, I guess. Yeah. The funeral. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I spoke to him for a little bit. He's a, he's a really he's always a very nice guy. He's a he's a good guy. Yeah. You know, I was actually Jerry, have was Jerry at the funeral. Yeah. He was, yeah. Yeah. yeah he was. So. Everybody was there. But yeah, yeah. I um, so. I. Uh, I have this memory actually it's a great a great role memory of because I, I you know i've met him like probably like three or four times he's always very nice and just like you would imagine like just super cool you know mm-hmm. and i remember going to this the, the the taco shop that's like literally it's on the corner of magnolia and cold water one day at a rehearsal break and i was with cornell and i was with uh i think jason and maybe one other guy from the band and and Grohl comes in <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like in this hole in the wall in like a, you know, in the, you know, in the corner of a strip mall in North Hollywood. And mm-hmm. I thought, God, Cornell and Grohl in the same place. Like, you know, what are the odds that these two guys would come in for tacos <laughs> at the same time? It's just kind of funny. That's awesome. Yeah. The yeah. Let's collide. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's, he's an amazing, uh, wonderful ambassador for rock and roll these days. So that's for sure. Yeah. Like, you know what I love about all those guys is they're not afraid to try other projects and, and not afraid to uh, yeah. use their time to um, use their extra time to do something maybe totally different, you know, like, you know what, dude? so That's you need, you have, a, you have, you have like, you know, like I, I was just talking to a friend of mine about this and yeah, it's like, yeah, do your normal band and, do those two other projects you want to do too? Because, well, dude, why like, the hell think not? About, like, think like about Jack White days. does that. What, yeah. Well, Jack White does that it, uh, totally with a you million know, remember, bands, right? And, and remember so when, does uh, Josh everybody... from Queens. So yeah, does everybody so used does to guest on everybody's records? You know, it was like uh, yeah. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Yeah. Neil Young would go play, or you know, or the supergroups like Asia, or like you know. And I'm always like. This drives me crazy. Dave, I think we talked about this once, but Zach Wilde came in and we were talking about this. He liked this idea, I think. Was, yeah. I was like, why doesn't, you know, so, okay, Robert Plant doesn't really want to go do Zeppelin, right? So, you know, the, the Wilson sisters obviously love Zeppelin mm-hmm. and sings the shit out of it. I go, why don't, why doesn't Ann and Nancy get together with Jimmy Page and John Paul Jones and somebody can play drums and they get Done. somebody else too and they call it a new band name and they mm-hmm. make a record awesome. and they can play songs from Heart and from Zeppelin and right. it's a Absolutely. new band, a super group and if they only do it for one record, great. You know? So I mean, if anyone knows Ann Wilson or Nancy Wilson, uh, well, other than Jerry Cantrell, which I know knows both of them, um, yeah. tell them that. <laughs> Get Jimmy playing, you know. Do you guys remember? Oh wait, when... I don't know. I don't know if Ann and Nancy are talking to each other right now. Yeah, it, it's off That's and true. on. There, there's weird, a right? there's a little like riff going on there. Hmm. So because they're touring separately. Oh, oh yeah, no. There, there's the whole little backstory on that, but uh, hope, hope I don't. I don't even this. pretend to know what that's about. But hey, <laughs> gentlemen, just a little side note. Cheers. Oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> oh, wait Thanks a minute. Sorry. Wait, 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 wait. I got to pour more. Is anybody right. sauced? I'm slightly sauced. Now we go. Right, Here we go. Must learn. 
Cheers. Do I sound? Cheers. Thank yeah, you boys. to Fortaleza for. Um... Hmm. I yes, haven't eaten good. anything yet today, so this is uh, this is a yeah, good. Yeah, I'm with either. you. <laughs> hey, Might guys, be tacos after this. Do you guys mind if I um, just go in the chat and just kind of say hi to a bunch of folks? I was about say to say hi to a but... bunch of folks, and 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 you know what, like. Let's I'm gonna prod go, them to answer questions. Yeah, uh, give, go. give us questions. Give us questions. Come on, guys. Okay. While you do that, Anything. I'm going to go to the restroom real quick, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah go I'm for it. And charge, and charge my phone because it's, go, it's getting low. Okay. <laughs> Don't you have a charger there? Yeah, but I have the new damn iPhone, and it doesn't let you do both. What? Oh, I hate that. What the f- <laughs> See, this is the problem right here. Apple, this man. This is the problem. You, you know shit. what? What you need to do is get Bluetooth headphones. That's what they're pushing yeah, on YouTube. Absolutely, yep. Yep. You have to get the I Bluetooth headphones. They always. But is there a Bluetooth mic too? Um, there, must, there must be. But yeah, there is. There I actually have. I have these uh, Bluetooth <laughs> ones that that work. But yeah, it's they they really screwed people over with that thing that changed. I hated that. Yeah, they do the it constantly, iPhone. man. They always mix. I have the, the stuff. iPhone six plus, and I'm staying there right now. So, because I like it and it works fine, and mine hasn't broken yet, so why change? There right. You go. <laughs> yeah, I, I kept my my six plus until it dropped and then cracked, and then I got the seven plus. But I waited I until. Luck, luckily, have not dropped mine or cracked mine. So I'm on an old six could... man that I've had for like I think at least two and a half years, if not more. Yeah, it works fine. fine. You it know, fine. if it works, don't don't mess with it. Exactly. Yep. And once it dropped, I was like, "All right, it's time for a new one." But uh, and then there's a whole discussion of cell phone networks, but that's a whole other thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, T-Mobile. I'm a T-Mobile fan, man. I, you know what? I'm switching soon. I tell you what, touring—they save me so much money. I go to Europe and like talk on the phone, do whatever I want. T-Mobile's Come back a month later, my, my phone's hundred bucks. New, uh, gonna be my new internet or my new uh, cell phone provider. Hmm. It's it's the jam. Yeah, cause I have AT and T, and it's kind of kind of strange. Well, so. I have Sprint, and that's a whole different story. So, um, yeah, T Mobile, T Mobile, when you're touring, is the is the shit because it's it's free data overseas. It's a little bit slow, you know, but it's free. So the funny yeah. thing, the funny thing, thing is, uh, Sprint used to be pretty good in Los Angeles, and right. then for some reason, it's gotten really shitty lately, and yeah. uh, Sprint. And then in my hometown, Detroit, Sprint used to be really shitty. And when I was back in Detroit, Sprint is rock solid there. Like, oh. great. Fantastic. You know what, you know, like, you know what man? And, I think my theory is and T-Mobile I'm just and like, Sprint have man, got the shit whatever. together. T-Mobile and Sprint are like they, – because they knew they were going to go out of business if they didn't get it together. So I think that they – Well, like, I think, I think they're, all, they're all fighting for, you know, they, they all – if they have their – they all want to be the best, so they all are. You know, if there's like flaws in their system, they want to try to fix it. And you yeah. know, it's all like it's all a price war, and it's all a data war. Mm-hmm. You know? That's right. Can I tell so, you what? On that note, can I tell you what the best thing about T-Mobile is? Yes. Yeah. And maybe Pete, you know this one price for the whole world. That's right, baby. That's it. Yep. Mm. Man. One price for the whole world. It was so expensive without that. One price oh. for the whole world. I, I literally, my phone bill went from three to four hundred dollars a month to seventy-five to eighty dollars a month. Wow. Yeah. yeah when I switched, from... you are in the world. It works. 
<laughs> it might be time to switch. Might be time to switch. Yeah, it's the way to go. The only but downside is, is when you're somewhere in the other side of the world, uh, you they'll only give you two G. That's right. Free. So you're, oh, right. you're, oh my you're God, so big deal. you're so stoked to have that slow ass two G because it, you know it's not costing you anything. That's right. Little, little, yeah. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! All of us are old enough to remember dial-up. Oh yeah. Oh so, sure. I played that noise for my son. Talk like, about, let's not talk about like slow. You know, yeah. like you know, all of us are old enough to know what dial-up was. Dude, I remember literally almost throwing my laptop. I remember almost throwing my laptop out the window in Amsterdam one aren't day. Aren't you the same age? You're my age, right? Forty some forty. 40. You're one year older. You want to hear a great story about dial-up? So who's the oldest person here? Oh, probably me. I'm How 48. I'm 48. Let me, just, let me just ask, is this working still? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. Pete, oh, how okay. old are you now? Dude, I don't want to answer that question. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's the youngest one here, I think. 45. I think you're the youngest one, right? 45. It's too goddamn old. I don't want to be 45. Oh, my God. 48. So you know what? What? Wait, George, you were 48? 48. I'm 48 also. Barry is the <laughs> oldest guy here. Yeah. He wins. <laughs> he wins. Yeah, He's the oldest though. guy here. <laughs> 51, I think. What did you think? No, four, 49. Don't 49. give him 51. Don't give me that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Barry's doing good, man. He looks good for 49. Damn. He looks, great. He looks damn good for 49, I got to say. He's yeah. got no gray hair. Well, maybe maybe it's there's some, but there, yeah. hidden underneath. But <laughs> yeah, unlike me, who's totally gray. Yeah, but you've been for you, that was you got a good. I've been gray since I was like twenty some years old, twenty nine right, years right. old. So at least you still. Well, have not, the hair. not I wasn't all gray then. It just like I started going gray then. So right, we call you the silver fox. You know, the silver <laughs> fox. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Hey Mark, did you uh did you do uh, uh, questions from the not yet the listening? Oh yeah, let's do that. Yeah, so let me jump in. Let, let's do that, but I'm gonna take a break for one second. You do that. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say hi uh, to a bunch of folks. Um, we've got Adam Evh, Pete Karuch, uh, Craig Guitar Wannabe, and Dirty Apes. Um, <laughs> these are all people's good names. names. Yeah, cousin Vinny is in here. Um, yeah. And let's see who else. Jim Harrison. Uh, and if I come up to any questions as I'm going through this, uh, I'll uh, I'll let you know. We got Sinner, who's here. And uh, it's funny when we were talking about George's rig. Uh, Sinner wrote, "Anyone else lost? I lost it after the." <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I can lose the great Dave Friedman, everyone's lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wrote, "I lost it after three monkeys." <laughs> <laughs> um let's see uh adam evh says three or four gain stages but i don't think that's what you were talking about you were talking about stages of building the amp layers right well, not gain. To answer to answer his question it's volume stages and there's actually four to five four to five volume stages yes <laughs> wow okay cool um, Humbucker Lover says he's not wearing socks. I don't know what that means. 
Um, let's see. Uh, let me see. We have Molly. We were talking to Bruce. Um, I'm back. Hey, Dave. Sorry. Still, you know, no problem. We're, we're just drinking going. a lot of liquids here, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to make a pit stop myself, too. I'm going to go soon. I haven't been, so. Uh, Prism says hi. Uh, Luke J. Luke J's got a great, a great question here. Hey, guys. Love the show. When are we going to see a Pete Thorne signature Friedman? Ooh. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dave, oh, that's a touchy subject, right? <laughs> Yeah, Why John's gonna John's gonna get mad now. John's uh, gonna be on the show. Yeah, that's it. John's not doing the show. Yeah, <laughs> Dave's got Dave's going out to John's to do the show soon, right? And you're gonna have brisket, I think. Uh, I think we're gonna do. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I think John agreed to yes, so uh, maybe I'm gonna say that, but we will see. Yeah. Which is like, I guess he's got to do it now because <laughs> <there's>, <laughs> he said that. <laughs> people might not know this, but Dave and John are pals, and on. Um, uh, John makes the most slamming brisket, like the twelve-hour smoke. Oh, oh, he's got a smoke. I'm jealous. So, yeah, it's amazing. So it's worth uh, worth the drive because John lives a way, way far from here. But, and but was, anyway, uh, was Dave, Dave was telling me is it uh, is it smoked brisket? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, smoked brisket. Twelve hours, he does it in the smoker, and it's like oh. people think John's amps and guitars are good, and then they haven't. You know, they, they got to try his brisket. Dude, and they'll go, Whoa. Hey, you, we, we should text John right now. Actually, I'm going to text him. Okay. See if he'll chime in on the chat. Oh, that'd okay. be cool. Yeah. yeah. Knows oh, that'd be, be cool off. if he would. Um, Friday night. Yep. We're talking might. about John Sir, by the way, everybody. Uh, so, so people might not know this, but I actually, I mean, I'm a, you know old friends with Dave, and Dave's built every rig I've had since the 90s. Like, wow. I mean, I've, Me I, too. I, I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm talking like, you know, at least six or seven different rigs, like full on racks, pedal boards, the whole nine yards. And I was actually the guy that had the second Marsha amp ever made. Dave had the first one and he made me the second one. So what became the BE 100, I had eons ago, you know, yeah. way back in the day. Yep, yeah. and I, I'm a huge fan of what Dave does. And, you know, uh, these guys, John and Dave, they respect one another and everybody loves one another. And it's all a big love fest. So. Everybody helps each other out. No, John. John's a great dude. I've known him for a long time, and uh, yeah, um, uh, along with you know, you know, it's like I'm friends with everyone, all the all the guys, you know. Yeah, like all, you know, like Soldano and Eggnator, and you know, Fryette. and uh, we're gonna have Fryette, and uh, I've known them all for years, and uh, uh, you know, there's. George, oh, yeah, George. Metropolis, of course, you know, yeah, we'll sure. have Bruce Eggnator on eventually uh, for the show for sure. And uh, I hope to have Mike Soldano on. I haven't talked to him yet, but uh, Mike, if you're listening or uh, see this at all, I'd love to have you on. Let's do it. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, to have I'm him. sure Mike will do it. That's not a problem. Um, uh, so I can't cool. wait to hear the one with John actually with you guys rapping. I think that's going to be really cool if he. He, yeah, it's going to be really good, and uh, I hope uh, I hope uh, well, he seemed to he seemed to say he was going to do it. So, all right. Well, I'm sorry if I brought it up out of turn, but no, 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 it's fine. Uh, um, yeah. No, it's all good. We were talking I just think about that's going to happen. Day. So, especially now. <laughs> yeah. Now we put him on the spot. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah well, right. Sorry, sorry, I did that. Um, we got a comment from Johnny Bean. And by the way, shout out to uh, Johnny Bean if anybody wants to check out his show. He's, he does a show with David Nesdal. Cool show. 
about Eddie Van Halen, EVH. Wait, gear. David, David Nesdal has a, a show too? Yeah, with Johnny Bean. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, hey, David Nesdal, um, he never got back to me. <laughs> oh. What the hell, dude? You want hey. those guitars? Those cheap guitars? <laughs> he so, said I think uh, he, he said one of them needed a fret job or something I think he was saying Well no I mean I think the the, the Kramer guitar needed uh, yeah well I mean it's playable but it it could be the guitar a fret be, job Is that the guitar behind you The Pacer yeah yeah on the wall back Old school the baby black Pacer to, with yeah. the maple neck it's a good I used guitar. to have one of those my dad bought me one of those at the guitar center in Sherman Oaks, when I was like 14 years old, we were in California on vacation. My dad got wow. me one. It was a blue guitar. Oh man, it was slamming! It was yeah, one of my favorite guitar. guitars, and I don't, I can't believe I didn't keep that guitar. It was so cool. Well, you know what's was, really good about that one is that that yeah. guitar has a. Um, I'm not positive, 100 percent positive, but it's a little on the heavy side. I'm pretty sure it has a like a a soft maple body. They were maple, and 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 it just has this. Um, this attack that is for like a rock thing, like a hard rock thing. It, it has this, this, this maple thing, you know, like, like all those George, George Lynch. Lynch guitars were maples too. And yeah. you know what? There's something, and, and the Cantrell guitar, actually, the Rampage was a, um, a maple? was a maple, maple guitar. And it yeah. has this wallop and this attack that, um, not a lot of guitars do, and it's it's really cool, actually. Mm. Yeah. that's cool. Well, we'll have to hear from Dave and see if uh, he still yeah, wants we'll to guitar. A, I'm putting it on the spot we'll right put now. On the spot, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, they have a show, and uh, they they talk about. By the EV, way, EV let's just put this out there. It's it's that guitar is like seven hundred dollars. That's it. That's cheap. So, why it's actually actually judging from eBay prices, it's actually worth more like eleven hundred. So. Well, someone should that buy it. That pays for the fret job. So, <laughs> exactly. So if you want it, come get it. There I don't go. really need it. Oh, Black Kramer Pacer. Black Kramer Pacer. Carrera Maple Neck, maybe Carrera. I don't Original know. Floyd. It, it's it's completely <laughs> set up. It's completely set up though, and and uh, it's completely Scheller set up. Pickups. Although the frets. No, 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 no. Seymour Duncan pickups. They had shallows back in the day, man. I well, I know they did, but they've been changed out in this guitar. So it's the Seymour oh, Duncan, the mag something <laughs> in the neck, and I don't know something else in the bridge, custom custom or something in the bridge. Maple fingerboard with black hardware. Yeah, you ever Sorry, think I'm about being a uh, uh, strip club DJ, there, Pete? <laughs> and next up on the main stage, we've got. <laughs> Shauna. I did it. <laughs> I actually thought about it. I did it. All right, gentlemen, put your hands together because we've got. <laughs> I think. I think you have a, I think a our mutual, in that. mutual friend Dave Black too has done this too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> you did it, George. DJ. Were you? Yes. <laughs> okay, put it on. Show us. Show us. Show us. Show us. Give us a little. And take. Next up, All right, guys, on stage one, please put your hands together and. She ain't dancing if you ain't tipping. Give it up for her. <laughs> 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 oh, that's uh, good. Uh, in Spanish, too. In Spanish, it's easy. Hey, anyway. 
Okay, let's hear it in Spanish. Hoy en el canal 34 es Mercedes en la fin Oh, man. So how long did you do that, George? Oh, my God. It, it was probably the worst job I've ever done in my life. Even with the scenery? <laughs> well, first of all, I got ripped off twice. Oh, God. And this, I'm old enough to where it was all CDs. So you had to come in with a, like, mm -hmm. a of CDs yeah. <laughs> for for the performers let's call them performers and so okay wait 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 stop there what'd you play like bon jovi bad medicine can. and uh no you know what you know at that at that point it was um uh, it's your new job by prince. <laughs> by prince oh yeah bartender yeah, it was, and pearls was big but wait at that point though hey guys was, I did does do anyone else need Wait, do, what's uh, Barry is Barry is bartending right now. Does anyone else need a drink? I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm good. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm up. There's a hell of a lot of gear here. I can just take. He's good. <laughs> By the way, Dave Nesdell yeah. says he he uh he wants to get a California Friedman Kelly Friedman. Okay, so, great. There it is. It's gonna cost a lot Wait. more. See ya. <laughs> There you go. Oh, wait, no, wait. Pete's Pete's got it right there. Like, let's that's show it. it again, Pete. Yeah, say talk, it. Pete. talk, Pete. Just talk, Pete. Oh, okay, I'll talk. It's the Kelly Friedman Black. And there it is, right at this wall. Gold oh, original go. Floyd Rose. Oh, there's Smart two of them there. There's a there's a maple topped one further up there, but you can't really tell it's a maple topped one. Mm. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. I'll be waiting for one once uh once they make lefties. Yeah, I know. You you have a, the hard weight. That's all right. That's all right. Oh. Grover sent me a picture. Grover sent me a picture yesterday of the Concord. Oh, nice. Looking beautiful. Yeah, it's Mark's, uh, Mark's getting a con Randy Rhodes Concord. What's a Grover Concord? Jackson. The flying the, V. You know the the, the 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 no, the Randy V, you know, the the Pull it up. Kind of offset, the offset white. No, no, not the one that's offset, you know? Oh, the white like the black one. Well, he had a black one and a white one. Oh. Yeah, he had a black one and a white one. Those guitars, man, they were the like they were the shit back in the day. You know, I remember seeing those. And you know, I, I not a lot of people know this, but when I first moved here, this is, I'll tell this quick. I worked in a karaoke. I worked in a karaoke tape store in Montebello, California, for five wow. years. So if anybody tells you that I didn't pay my dues. I'm going to tell you, I listen to people, old ladies come in. Do you have a nice version of the wind beneath my wings? Do you have, I want, yeah, I worked in a karaoke tape store. I did. And one, and so, but we sold guitars too. It was like half the store was guitars. And Carl Sandoval was our local kind of yeah, guitar wow. repair guy. And Carl wow. built the original Randy Rose polka dot V. And also I believe right. put together the yellow and black uh, Charvel for Eddie, right? Um, nope, that has no? been disproved. Yeah. Oh, okay. Grover, well, never mind. Yeah, but. Grover says that he put it together. Grover, Grover actually fucking That's uh, right. told that when we were doing the tone talk with him that oh, okay. uh, he actually did. And then Eddie called him at uh, three in the morning or two in the morning and uh, said, "Hey, it's got to be here tomorrow at this time." Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so that's there, what there said. was there, there was there was some. 
you know, but Carl Sandoval, though, is from from what I understand, worked for Grover at the time. Okay. So. Oh, okay. Well, maybe uh, he it, was there. It might have been a group effort of that, but in the final setups and everything, it was Grover's. Right. I don't know. But he definitely there, did. There was. He did the polka dot guitar, though. That's for sure. Well, yeah. Carl, Carl yeah, came no, Carl in. Did he, the polka dot, yeah. Working in that store was fascinating because I met a lot of interesting people in that time that were kind of around in that sort of late 70s, early 80s kind of California period. But Carl was one of them, you know. He he did all our, like, you know, like we would do setups and string changes and stuff. But if we needed anything beyond that, Carl would come in and take the guitars and do the, you know. So he he's an interesting cat, you know. Let me but, tell you something, yeah. Pete. You have yeah. not lived until you write a song that's turned into a karaoke song. <laughs> oh, oh shit. And I'm sure you have, George, right? Yes, unfortunately. You've got a few. It's, it's one of my secret little passions to actually find every single version of the song you've written in karaoke. Because <laughs> it's, awesome. it's cool. Oh, like, like, like general MIDI sounds and stuff. Oh, my God. It. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, so yeah. cool. I have the a whole catalog character. on my iTunes with karaoke versions of Let's Get oh, It Started. Man. It's awesome. <laughs> That's great. That's amazing. Dude, I had a oh, gig yeah. for a minute doing video game music, and I had to, like, recreate these songs using general MIDI. This is All versions are 8, 5, and up. But that that was the thing back then. You had to you yeah. had to use the general They're MIDI cool sounds. Enough. And so it was like a – it was like an exercise in, like, like how champagne. good Something. can you – What but are you guys talking about back then? I know, Dave, we hear you. Uh, every time Dave talks. Sorry. <laughs> Dave's drunk. <laughs> We're talking about how uh, Belgian beers taste like champagne, and that, uh, but without maybe the headache that champagne has. All right, All right. let's switch the sorry, conversation. I'm complete I'm side conversation. conversation. <laughs> so go on with what you're saying. Sorry. No, no, Why it was bullshit. I'm, I'm not. Your conversation is far more interesting than my general mini conversation. <laughs> I was interested in that because. Uh, it's funny because I was just talking to a friend of mine, this guy Craig Rundles, who works with yeah. George Lynch been building the Bones guitars. Yeah. Um, yeah. He actually worked, he does in the video game uh, industry, and uh, he, he actually has a song on iTunes that he did for a video game. Okay. Uh, which, you know, so we were talking about video game music. So I'm just curious how, how you got into doing that. Well, no, it was just, it was a project that a friend of mine that was, he, he was involved with somebody that was, you know, in with one of the video game com companies. He said, do you want to help me do this? And I said, sure. So I got involved, but they would give us these tracks that were literally like, I remember doing a white zombie track, right? Uh -huh. and, it's like, <laughs> and, and, and it's like, you know, it sounds pretty badass and it's like heavy and shit, but you got to use the general MIDI synth sounds to recreate. And this was in the nineties. That's what you had to do in video game music. Now it's totally different, but back right. in the day, they, they had to stick with the standard. What general MIDI was, was like a standardized set of sounds. That that was like you know it was like here's your piano sound here's your distorted guitar sound these are the drum Pete, sounds you have Pete, yeah what was your rig back then I want to know what you were writing that on oh my god oh, oh, no. Jordan's rig back then this was all synth shit that we were doing you know like you had to do all the guitars on key but yeah what, oh, it was like a, I think I think the guy had a oh I was going over to a friend's house but he had like a M1 you know Korg or something midied up to his you know something other so you're doing the the white zombie tune you know and like trying to like get the guitars to sit that was you know people ask like oh how do you get your drum sounds now and stuff it was like a lot of years <laughs> like trying to massage shit that sounded terrible <laughs> yeah like, you know no I, I, yeah yeah it was hard that's yeah. funny but um uh, 
Yeah, yeah so, I named, uh, Jeff Hall was the guy that was doing that with. I remember. <laughs> God. I, anyway, I met George. What year was it, George? Jesus, I I've been trying to figure it out, but I think I think it was, it was before the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, so it was probably around '96. Wow. Okay, yeah. so George came in with no money and uh, <laughs> and 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 was like, "Hey." Um, but but wait, the the now wait, were you with that girl at the time? <laughs> what girl? Oh, no, shit. The, 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 the blue eyes, the, the crazy hair and the blue eyes. Oh, damn, the, I don't remember, Dave. Like, <laughs> yeah, come on, come on. Who were you? What what Back girl were you with? Jesus Christ, dude. No, you came in with her. Who were you with in 96? She was like, wasn't she wasn't managing you, but wasn't she involved in your career in some way? Stephanie Cooper, yes. Stephanie. Steph, yes. Yeah, we're still... She was more of an impression on Dave than she did on you. She lives in Nashville now. (laughs) And when I got married, my wife used, used to do her hair. Like, we're still, like, really friends and, yeah, yeah. She's probably well, she listening had, like, right now. Crazy blue eyes. She had these Absolutely. crazy blue eyes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now I remember. But yes. what was she doing with you at the time? Wasn't what you were, were were you a girlfriend and boyfriend at the time or uh kind of off and on, but I had um at that point we probably were boyfriend and girlfriend, yeah. Yeah, probably, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> she, she stuck out of my head. <laughs> Where did anyway. you get that from? Uh, anyway, <laughs> So by good, the way, man. so George George my, comes in with his let ring. me interrupt. Let me interrupt real quick. You know who who reminded me? My wife texted me saying, "Steph, fool." But that was good for you because you can't even remember. Her. Yeah. <laughs> That's I like where this is going. This is solid. So, right now. Uh, That's good. <laughs> it's, as long as no one gets in trouble, it doesn't matter who gets in trouble, right? <laughs> oh, I have. Um, no, I am innocent. No, you you've done nothing wrong. That was a fucking ages ago, man. Yeah, we're talking innocent. about decades. ages ago, way decades. before your wife. So, um, so anyway, George comes in with his rig, and I, you know, he didn't have a lot of money at the time, and he was playing a Trace Elliott amp. <laughs> oh, what? A Trace Elliott guitar amplifier. Green. Yeah. What? The, Green Trace <laughs> Elliott. Amp you remember those, Pete? They, I, like I they were around for them. a while. I remember um, with the crowd like and that's kind of like yeah. saying I played the Dean Markley amp. It's like yeah. very similar. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but that might have been better. Maybe the Esteban. Um, <laughs> that might have been better, actually. <laughs> Dean Markley amp from the eighties, which is you're talking about. A, that's dating yeah. yourself. Well, um, but I had a Seymour Duncan convertible. Oh but my da- god, that is really bad. <laughs> but Dave, you're not I, you're not explaining this. I had story a Laney AOR. No, no, you're no, not I'm not. I'm, I, I haven't finished the story. Yeah, okay, so, go ahead. I'll so let you finish. <laughs> the story story goes: George comes in with this rack, and it's like, all right, well, I'm having these problems, and I don't have a lot of. Uh oh, we I'm lost here. George. Well, okay, I'm running out well, of battery, so that's fine. Well, I I don't have a lot of um, I don't have a lot of money, and so we we just kind of had to like make the rig work with what he had, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of just like patch it together and get rid of the noises and stuff, and 
and we did that. And uh, I remember going down and seeing George at uh, a, a band that he was playing at the time, Gravy. Yeah. And uh, and it was a great. Uh, I don't remember what venue it was, but it was a great. Uh, it was a cool, really cool. And Tim Izzo was in it, who later well was let me is in let, the peas and and was Prince in it too. Well, let me tell you that everyone that was in that band, it was the core band of the peas, right? Well, n- not necessarily, but eventually everyone that was in that band, with the exception of the drummer, and that's it. The drummer ended up becoming a really successful uh, uh, pharmaceutical rep, but. Oh, that's um, much better. Better than music. That's for yeah. Sure. Now, especially nowadays. Especially nowadays. But yeah. the, ba- the bass player now in that band, Gravy, the bass player, Caleb Spear, is musical director for Macy Gray. The okay. trombone trombone player in that band is in Derek Trucks, which, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the, the keyboard player uh, – front man is who ended up becoming the musical director for the peas prince board the other the sax player ended up becoming the utility guy for the peas he's in also with me and tim, tim Izzo and fergie and then myself so every single person that was in that band with the exception of the drummer ended up doing something in professionally in That's music great yeah but at that time what dave's not telling you is he he literally broke my heart. <laughs> I, I, oh, I came, God. Okay. I, came, I came in, and I had saved all my money to buy all this gear. And I, I was searching the recycler. I'm aging myself <laughs> again. <laughs> searching the recycler to see who was talking about guys that could put rigs together. And that's how I found Dave. Mm. And so I came, <laughs> I came to find – That was I in found, the recycler, really? Yes. <laughs> wow. It's amazing. Found, I found Dave and I came in and I was like, Hey man, I want to build this rack out of this. And he's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Him that yet. sounds like a like, Dave comment. Why? And I was like, yeah, well, what do you mean? He's like, that head sucks. That sucks. That sucks. I'm like, well, that's all I got. And he's like, all right, we'll wait, we'll make it work. And that, ne- <laughs> that never left me. Right. So years and years, like a year later, I'm like, you know, I'm going to go back there. I'm going to find out what is good. It's good. And, what, <laughs> and I want him to tell me. And so that's how I started buying real gears because of Dave. I would come in as like, Joe, oh, that's cool. You got to try this. And that's how I, I would buy that pedal. You got to try this. And that's how mm-hmm. I'd buy yeah. my. Unfortunately, I'll be right unfortunately, back, you guys. I'm going to explode. All you guys. <laughs> need, like, <laughs> I'll be right back. Go ahead, buddy. All right. All right. Unfortunately, my frankness has. Uh, Earned me. Oh wow, we got a good video. Of P- that, that, that guitar little thing. Wow, there. yeah, that's nice. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, unfortunately, my frankness has earned me um, some accolades, shall we say? Um, now, for me, it wasn't. It was. You know, it was. It, it was honestly about like it wasn't. It was. Ah, you know what? Here, I can't like sugarcoat it. I just can't. I. It's just like. Well, it's, it's here's what I think. Here's what I think, thing. and here's what here's what's wrong with this, and here's why. You, you know, you've always been that way with me, and because of that, I learned what real instruments were. And if it yeah. wasn't for that, I would I would have not. No, look, I brought. I remember I bought this Marshall JCM eight hundred, and I brought it to Dave, and he's like, "This is not the one, George." He's like, "Okay, which one should I get?" I sold it immediately. He's like, "Get the one 
that it is the the two inputs mm-hmm. top to top to bottom. Twenty two oh three. If you yeah. want it, if you want an eight, if you want an eight hundred, you want the top and bottom input one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the one I had. So, yeah, I had that one. Yeah. Literally, when I bought my first house, my my only house, the house I live in now. When I bought that house, I one day was drinking with the the, the my neighbor next door. And he opens up a closet and he's like, oh, I'm a, I have guitar and amps too. And he opens up the amp and he had opens up the closet and he has that Marshall in there. And, but, I, and all I thought about but, was Dave. No, wait. You have an amp that is a Soldano modified 800. Yes, I was about to say and that. that is very cool. <laughs> when, <laughs> I, when I brought it to Dave... And I was like, hey, man, I just bought this because you said buy the amp with the, the, the two jacks on top of each other. And and I gave it to him. He He's like, whoa, you have a Soldano modded amp. <laughs> I'm like, really? He's like, this is cool. Yeah, no, it's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. What was the mod to it? No, it, it was like his typical um, gain mod that he did to amps. But um, it was like an SLO circuit. Oh, nice. For a Marshall. But um, – Unfortunately, I sold it to buy a BM100. Did you really? <laughs> sold it? Oh man, that's what. How okay, I, got I guess the money that's good. I guess my... I'll accept that. And guess yeah, who I exactly. sold it to? Guess who I sold it to? Who? Oh, he—he's one of your clients too. He's—he's he's, okay. Who? Uh, He—he's bald and has really cool uh, sideburns, and he's an amazing uh, uh, guitar player. Uh, dang, I can't think of his name right now. He came to my studio and bought it. Okay. Barry's job. Sorry, Pete's getting <laughs> getting more booze here. There we go. Yeah, that's what Pete I'm apparently about. likes this tequila. Is it good stuff? Portland is very good tequila. Very good. Yeah. No, uh, actually, Mark. I remember Derek. You have a new. You have a Derek. new. You have a new mission. Hmm. And the new mission is to buy Fortaleza tequila. Okay. But actually, from what we're drinking right now, you need to buy the Reposado version of it. What's the difference? Well, you have generally you have Blanco, Reposado, and Anejo. Mm. So uh, Anejo is the most aged. Reposado is the second. But I know for a fact uh, Reposado of this brand is the best. So if you're going to buy a tequila, find this and buy it. Uh, but buy the Reposado version. You can buy it online. Reposado is kind of like the, the sipping like uh, deliciousness, well, right? And then if you're going you know to make a margarita, you, you want to go Blanco, right? No, well, I wouldn't make a margarita with this period. Um, no, no, no. But, but cause if you're going to make Blanco. a margarita, you might as well just use Cuervo. To be honest, no, uh, I mean, no, 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 uh, no, no. I don't believe okay. that. Okay. Oh, maybe, maybe a slight, uh, a couple Herodur notches Silver. up from that. Okay, Herodur fine, yeah. fine, Dave, fine, fine. Dave gold. Dave has a very but good. Not, Dave has a very not, good point. You're not going. You're not. You're not going to use this to make a margarita. That's like fucking putting ketchup on your steak. That's right. that's. No. Dave's what do you mean, like our president? Good. Like no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly oh, like our president. God damn it! Oh no! <laughs> I, I said it. I went there. That's there right. We, That's right. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to get into the a political uh, no. uh, part of this because no. I will not <laughs> come out well. Um, no. Hey, the guy likes ketchup on his steak. That's all I said. No, it is not allowed. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, know what? you know, here's the thing. There, there's a couple things to put on your steak. You could you could maybe put steak sauce on your steak, and that's questionable in itself. Mm-hmm. It's a good steak. Uh, you could maybe put salsa on your steak. Oh, I've never that weird. is questionable. That is what about Bernays sauce? No, that's not. That is questionable. Um, that's questionable. Totally questionable. horseradish. What about horseradish? Yeah. Oh, well, good. wait a minute. That would be that's prime good. rib. That's good. Yeah, that's prime rib. That would be prime rib. Horseradish yeah. on yeah, prime you're... rib, no problem. No problem. But I'll, I'll have some Bernays sauce with those steaks sometimes. Or a nice uh, Bernays sauce, okay. I'll, I'll go for that. But you know what? If the steak is really great, you don't need it. I agree. You with don't you. really need much of anything, honestly. No. Um, you really don't. That's um, true. We got to call this show Meat Talk. <laughs> you know, meat, meat Talk. Yes, exactly. So, no, hey, we'll, we'll preface that. that. I'm going to go to uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, and we're going to go yeah. to um, – wow. I wish I could remember the restaurant. Oh, I know the name. place. I know uh, the place you're talking about. No, you I've don't. I've been there. I do. They took me. Sweetwater. Well, they no, they took you to probably a different place. I know the place you're going oh, to. Oh, shit. All right. You're right. Oh, wait. I don't know. Don Hall's okay. – no, no, no. Uh, no, the place for uh, prime rib – Don Hall's Gas House. I thought I was going to be the, the drunker guy here. She's <laughs> <laughs> doing great. <laughs> no. no ketchup on your steak. Look, no ketchup on your steak. <laughs> yes, Is that the way exactly. you feel right now, George? Are you like, I think that guy's drunker than me. I think I'm okay. <laughs> My mom's watching this. <laughs> That's what all you guys are thinking. Hey, by the way, the, the best That's steakhouse. What all you guys are thinking. You're, you're, you're like, he's like going. George is darker than me. Dave's darker. <laughs> George is darker. Than, George is going. Pete's so, drunker than me. Well, it's kind of weird. We're all in separate rooms, getting wasted by ourselves. It's so crazy. But <laughs> well, we're in the same location. This right, so weird. Sucks. Super weird. Uh, it would have been. It would have been better if you all you guys could hang out in the same room. That would have been fun. But here's an update room. on John we, Sir. John Sir okay. cannot participate because he's driving. Oh. Oh my goodness. Let down. Maybe he'll hit some LA Let traffic. Down. Yeah. He's well, busy, no, but he's a busy guy. Yeah. He did respond to me though. There you go. Well, that's <laughs> cool. I um. Hey, you know what? I wanted to ask you guys since we're on. Uh, I'll change the subject because. Why did you ask questions? No more meat talk? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want to ask a question. So I got a Variac the other day. Uh, Uh, Oh, And I used it, and it's freaking awesome. So it's right up there. This red one right over there that you guys can see. Yeah, that's a typical Chinese Variac. Yep. Yep. And it's it's so cool. Um, And I'm just curious, have you guys ever used one? With your amps, you, have, you know, oh yeah, yep. I, well, I will chime in one years. thing, Dave. 
Dave, let me let me correct me if I'm wrong, but the best way to use that thing is that if you're going to variac down, you got to kind of adjust the bias for the variac. Right? Correct. Correct. Oh, really? So if I have you're to variac it down to like 90 volts. Honestly, the best way is to bias the amp appropriately for the for that. No, you'll have, to tell, you'll have to tell me how to do that. I'll figure that out. Okay. Because the bias gets cold, well, right? You you're going to you're gonna have to get a little bias probe. I can I can tell you how to do it. I mean, it's not really that hard. No, I've, but, I've uh, seen some videos on it. So, yeah, I was – It's curious. really easy. I want to do it myself, yeah. You want to get your uh, hands dirty there, no problem. I'd love to do it. I, 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 I'm doing – you know, putting guitars Mark, together. Mark so. here Mark here got a power station, right? So I did. He, he was so um, – he was so interested in the power station that he decided to buy a uh, 1987X amp. Um, okay. Non Marshall, you know, non master volume. You know, which is not which is not the best amp in the world, but but not bad. Get get in the get in the ballpark of it, right? You know, because eventually yeah. I'm gonna build I'm gonna build Mark a, a Plexi 50 that's like the right know, way. Pete knows. Yeah. Dave <laughs> has the Plexi 50 that is really, really it's a nice. To die for. 68 Plexi 50. Show us a picture, Dave. Oh, you can't because you probably can't turn your computer. I can't but, turn my uh, – the uh, yeah, no. But Dave has a really beautiful small box Plexi 50 that sounds awesome. So he's got the he's got know, great that, blueprint yeah. for that yeah. amp. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, when we were talking, George, before about uh, bursting the bubble with Dave, so I, I texted him like, "Hey, I got I got a 1987X, really cheap," and he's like, "Yeah, those amps kind of suck." <laughs> yeah, not, not bad. Yeah. Truthfully, come on I, now. I'm not sorry. Bad. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? It, 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 it is in the ballpark of what you're going to do, but I it's can't not tell you how many like, times that's happened to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. George, yeah. the last time George came in, is that you go? You realize. You realize you just cost yourself a lot more money. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. I have an Implexador 50. Dave will attest. It's a good amp. You know, the Implexador I have, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Great amp. It's yeah. it's a ni- it's an early Implexador, and it, it, it really does that thing nice. I was looking for an old Marshall, and I couldn't find one. I, I, this is back, I mean, 2000 or 2001 or something. I remember I, was, I went to Black Market, and I went to all these different stores, and I played um, – Pete, Tana- don't you miss that store? Oh fuck, that store is amazing! Oh, oh my god, yeah, I miss that amazing. store so bad. <laughs> it was so cool. Sorry, that I bought a, a lot. Of no, no, no doubt, <laughs> we miss it. Yeah, oh. I bought a lot of shit. It was on La Cienega. It was such a cool yeah. Yeah. store. Oh, yeah. so good. Yeah, I mean that's it. You know, John John Button got his his bass that he still has. It was sixty five P. That's like you know he plays it now with the Who. He's like amazing bass. But anyway, it's such a good good store, and I, I played. I don't know, like 10 Marshalls in there. Old, and stuff was cheaper back then, you know? I mean, yeah. You could oh, buy yeah. Marshalls for like 1000 bucks or 1500 bucks all day long. That was like 68 69 70 wow. whatever. Wow, I could like not five, find grand. one. Everything sounded one. sounded like, like shit to me. I couldn't find one that sounded good. So I go in Guitar Center in Sherman Oaks just one day, and they had this Top Hat Implexador 50, and I plugged it in, and it sounded awesome and but it was intermittent the the input jack was kind of funky so you'd shake the cable and it would kind of come in and out and i said hey this amp's kind of funky you know you want to get rid of it and they sold it to me for like 700 bucks so wow. yeah yeah so, that's that's what i picked up the 1987x for 
and had a couple. Yeah, of that's a good deal. That's a good deal, Mark. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it was seven ninety nine. That's why I went out the door. You know, well, that's great. a great deal. Really, it's a really good deal. But yeah. but so you know, trying to get close to that tone, it's like, but it's a really special. A Marshall fifty is like a, a really wonderful. You know. Yeah, but, yeah. But but like but like I was telling Mark, I kind of like the the Marshall nineteen seventy the one you bought is not reminiscent of the real thing. Right. Well it's yeah. also I from what I understand it's a different circuit. It was um, more like the later Well 70s, no, right? no, it's it's no the circuit's right. What are the reasons? It's Dave? just not it's it's not point to point. Well, the it? transformers aren't right. The uh, some of the parts aren't right. It, it, I mean, it can be with great modification to be mm-hmm. right. But um, so, what's better, Dave? Is it better to buy like a like a like one of those and mod it, or is it better to like wait around for the real? Or is it better to get like a seventy four or seventy five that's not so expensive and mod? Honestly, that? it's better to get the real deal. I mean, just go for it. <laughs> Well, better. I mean, just, I mean, you come on. I mean, like, how much more is it going to be? I mean, like, really? A I mean, lot. I mean, you're a lot. I saw, a, I saw well, a, a plexi, a plexi, but like yeah. a plexi, but like like a 1970 Marshall or something. Right. Hmm. Two grand, right? Three grand. You maybe. get a couple grand. Couple yeah. grand, twenty five hundred bucks. Maybe. Maybe the thing to do is get a modded one that's had an effects loop put in or something, and then you can pull that shit out if you don't want it, and then it'll make it cheaper. Well, if you can get it really cheap, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. right. And those are those yeah. are out there. Yeah, you can get yeah. it cheap. I mean, yeah, well, that that's fine. But put it back to stock. And, um, yeah. I think Mark, honestly, though, at seven seven. Seven or seven ninety nine or what? Yeah, seven ninety nine. <laughs> you say six, seven, whatever. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> seven hundred eighty nine yeah. guys. Hold on, hold on a minute. I that have not eaten anything today at all. You haven't eaten anything? <laughs> no, I nothing. haven't. I haven't oh, it's zero it's food. It's hitting you hard. So. Yeah, it was seven ninety nine. If I'm slurring my words, that's because <laughs> it's really you're not really slurring your words. It's the video. It's the video. It's, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. It's just a, it was a slight internet lag in the Wi Fi. <laughs> <laughs> has nothing to do with that. Nothing. Oh wait! Oh wait! That bottle is gone. It's gone. That's gone. I only had two of these. Motherfucker! Look at all you guys still have. Two bottles. What the fuck? Sorry, I've only had two glasses. Here's mine. I got this much going. It's like you know. I know. I know. Barry has to come out and fill your glasses again. Okay, Barry's coming right now. Uh, right, there we go. Oh God! Refills. Refills. That's so funny. This is disintegration of tone talk. <laughs> oh my God! Jesus and, God. You know what? That does not help with the Duval. <laughs> hey, Dave, oh, there's Barry right there. Wait, what the fuck is going does on? Does not there? help with the Duval. Wait, wait, wait! Coming you up. You can't top me off with the, the fucking fuck cork in there. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Wait, yeah, let me show this. 
Oh, hey, just, shit. Oh. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. You got to knock the cork now back now in. Now you got to get the fucking... Now you got to get the fucking wine cork. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. fucking fix that. Is he going to go do? Is he going to go do the wine trick? On yeah, punching, punch <laughs> punching in there. That's right. Yeah. That's what you got to do. No, 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 no. He's going to actually <laughs> try to get it out. Dave definitely has enough tools in here to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a sign, like a, like a fast times Ridgemont High. Yeah, get the drill press. Instead of tools. Yeah. Oh, I must it. say this is going very downhill. Oh yeah. <laughs> right, hey, we we actually had a question. How's their questions going, Mark? There well, we go. Yeah, oh, we, got, we got one. We got one. Uh, I really don't know because I'm not watching. I got it. So, Dave, what, hey, someone wants you, to know Barry. what is what do you think of Sierra Tone Flexies? Hopefully, this doesn't get me fired. Sierra. <laughs> Have you heard Good. of Sierra Tone? We're gonna pretend it's a worm. <laughs> Thank you very um, much. Oh, my God. I don't those are the, those are those what? No, no, you, you, oh Thank no, you, you mean uh, 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 I can't believe this. the Asian right Yeah, the guy who sells. It's amazing. Tickets. Thank you, Barry. I'm hilarious right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I said. Thank you. You're awesome. <laughs> uh, maybe oh. this actually went. Sierra Tone is a great company. They make a really nice uh, product. <laughs> And what is serotonin? Um, Why don't I know this? I'm not, I, I don't know either. No, you know what it is. I don't. I don't. They make, um, they, it's like an overseas guy or a company that makes overseas. Oh, Seriotone. Seriotone. Yes. Yeah, oh, however, okay. you, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, really, makes, semantics you on know that. What? Honestly, he no, makes a good like, product and, and, and the transformers he has. You know what? To be honest, he makes a very nice hand-wired product. The transformers he has sound pretty good. Um, I don't really have any negative things to say about him. I mean, I mean, I, he's a good guy. I mean, like, it's a guy's name. Buy, buy his amps if you want a low-cost, hand-wired, low-cost Lexi hand-wired amp. They're they're made in Malaysia. Is that yeah, what I mean? No, they're yeah. made in Malaysia, and uh, but the quality of what he does is is just good. It's fine. He That's seems fine. like he's a bit of an aficionado for property. No, he I totally think. is. He absolutely yeah. is. And uh, and um, I don't have any problem with him at all. I mean, I, I think <laughs> George, is <laughs> yeah. George is cracking up. Uh, that's so funny. Um, that's cool. Um, we got a question from Mike Cicello. He wants to know how do we how do you like the uh, 20, 2203 reissues? Ooh. Oh, that's a good question. I want to know that. that it's Dave. the yeah. same. Are they good? It's the exact same. JC eight hundred four input. Or not four input, two input. Two input. It's but is it the same circuit? I mean, like kind of like what you're saying about the nineteen eighty seven. But it's is no, it, it doesn't have the good tr- transformers and stuff, right? So well, the transformers are not that great, but neither were the JC Man Hunters. Oh, ah, that's like, okay. I mean, they they weren't great transformers to begin with. I mean, were they? I think the JC Man Hundred reissue is fine. It's 
It's the same amp. Okay. What about the Jubilees and stuff? Are they basically like same amp? I mean, I mean well, okay. I haven't been in every one of them, but I think the the hundred watt or fifty watt is the same amp. Yeah, okay. I, ha- I have one of those too. Is it pretty cool? What do you it's think? It's a very cool amp. It's kind of like a one trick pony. You know, yeah. like you get you you get that great great sound, that kind of that slash tone. Uh, <laughs> I hope Dave's okay. Uh, <laughs> Where's he going? I'm going to see him in a minute. There he is. <laughs> there he is. Right there. <laughs> Let me off. He's oh, mad no. at me or something. He's not mad at me. All right. All right. That's good. <laughs> that's Detroit Rock City right there. That's Dave Friedman. He's the that's real awesome. deal. He is, man. Yes, he is. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, I like we the I like the Silver Jubilee. It's a cool amp. I liked them back in the day. When did you meet Dave? Okay, I met around the same time you did, probably ninety four or ninety five. My first rig was built. Uh, you know, it was probably a little later than that, like maybe ninety six or ninety seven. My first rig was built by Jamie. Jamie Kime, who works here sometimes yeah. at Tone Merchants, oh, works yeah. for Dave, amazing guitar player. You know By that. Way, that dude hmm. as a guitar player. Oh come on, dude! I mean, <laughs> wow. Not a lot of people know. So he toured with 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 Weasel Zappa. Uh, yeah. Zappa plays Zappa, you know. But Jamie is like, he's such a phenomenal guitar player. And I watch him play, and I'm just like astounded. Yeah. Um, Same here. You know, with his chops and musicality, musicality and everything is just amazing but anyway he he works a lot with dave now uh so anyway jamie built my first rig and it was at uh I the old Naked music on uh... <laughs> <laughs> so so that rig was built at the, the old making music on lancashire um yeah that's where i met and, him. and jamie yeah so he built that and that was great it was i used that rack for a lot of years and then dave has done everything for me ever since which probably started around 98 or 99 or something like that so around the same time me too yeah remember when dave had a shop like not far from where we are right now like over on yeah uh, yeah just by magnolia i had a few shops (laughs) yeah you move every few years but (laughs) you've been at this one for a while this is the longest he's been at at one place no 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 really what's longest maybe no this is it this is it i think so i guess maybe yeah maybe Longest. Yeah. Before this, you were at the v- v- Valley Production Storage or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was there for a bunch of years. Yeah. Hell, before this, you were across the street. At Whittington. Yeah. Right. No, on Chandler. Chandler before that. That's the and one where I met you, Dave. That. When you were on Chandler, I think, where I met you. And you, you had your shop over there. Yeah. Very cool. But, All right. I'm going to jump back anyway. in the chat to see if there's any other questions or. How you guys doing on time? I know we're we're hitting on like almost a kind of two and a half hour mark. Uh, I'm hammered, so the yeah, night is done, hour. man. What do you? Are mean? you guys are good? All right. <laughs> well, I think everyone is drunk that you're yeah. talking to, Mark. Except you. Mark, what's going to happen beyond this? Like we're going to like go get some work done or something? So Mark. So. so Mark. Yeah. I'm actually. You're the most soberest person. I am. Here. So, I'm actually uh, going to celebrate the release of my worldwide single at my uh, drummer's house. That's where I'm going. Oh, cool. Tonight? Tonight? She is, yeah. Shit face drunk. Yeah. I'm going to go watch fucking uh, Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> well, there Dude, you go. That's how good, good is that new good choice. Season? 
No, you got a bigger night ahead than me, George. Oh, that new season of Fargo is amazing. It's amazing. Ethan Hawke is George. So somehow your mic is not is not it's picking mu- up now. Little muffled, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I had to plug in, so now I am just live. Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. All right, it's working. It's I'm running out of battery. Great. We can hear you, so as long as yeah, a little less. The choice. My wife is texting me saying, "Put on your earphones." You have a delay. I'm sorry. I have, I have unfortunately You're a fine. Mac product. George, do you need my charger? You need my charger because I got a charger. No, oh. you can't charge and put earphones on at the same time with this new iPhone. You need Bluetooth. Yeah, Holy yeah. shit! So I got a six and I can do shit that you can't do. That's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. That's yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, they went backwards, unfortunately. Problem. Yeah. Um, why do mezzo boogies not need biasing? Someone asks. <laughs> Uh, because uh, they don't want to fucking deal with it. Good, good huh. answer. Interesting. Here's here's the one thing. No, they they can bias it. They just don't want to deal with fucking having to do it. So they ship their tubes, Dave, right? With like all the bias, like is they're within no. a range, right? Right. Well, yeah, within a range, you know, but your amp within that range, and there's like multiple ranges. Um. None of it is necessarily right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, to be honest, it's like none of it's wait, right. Wait, wait, I mean, wait, like, wait. What do you mean? <laughs> what, what I mean is, Pete, have you ever been? There's in a the room fixed bias, and, and they're just not right. <laughs> it's not like the right. I think bias he's doing it right is. now, George. <laughs> Pete, have you ever been in the room when when Dave is testing tubes for Eddie? Uh, no, 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 no. Tell me about that. <laughs> oh, it's it's yeah, tell me about that too. <laughs> he has his box and he just has a tube tester and he's like tossing. Tossing. Dude. Let me tell you. <laughs> It's not just him. <laughs> it's like five percent of the tubes, right? Let me tell you, like, 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 tubes suck. Like, <laughs> all of them suck. This is and good for guys out there to know. Right? That's true. Let me just tell you straight ahead: just because you bought a new set of tubes doesn't mean that it's not bad. <laughs> or, or you got a new amp. They're, or you got you a brand what? new amp. It's more likely. It's more likely they're bad than good. Okay? <laughs> so, um, just because you bought the new set of tubes does not mean it will not red plate or short on you. Yeah. Uh, I, I get these emails all the time. Um, yeah. This is good knowledge for people. Out I've there. recently yeah. had a bad batch of tubes in my production. Right. This is thousands of amps, right? Yeah. So thousands of amps mean thousands of emails. Wow. So, hey, so you, I turned so, my amp on. It was fine the other day. I turned it on. And now no power. Well, that means you blew your fuse. Okay. Well, I checked my fuse. No, the fuse is in a little tray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the AC connector, not the HT fuse next to it. So, after we get past that, 
we realized that the ba- power tubes are bad. Right. So we've had a bad batch of these. So I'm going on the record <laughs> saying we've had a very bad batch and it's out there in the world and we're going to see lots of this. So um, it stinks. Unfortunately, that's, this is the truth, but we'll take care of you. But we have choices here. So we either have to replace the tubes with the same brand of tubes with the same rating, which is a possibility, but it also is possible that these tubes um, could be screwed up. Be They're not really bad rated. Also. They're not really rated. Uh, believe me, I, I beat the hell out of them. Um, or we can use a different brand of tubes, but that means we have to bias your amp differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so the two tubes have no relation to each other. So we don't have like a bias point for any, uh, if it's JJ tube versus a TAD tube, a Chinese tube, we have no relation bias point. So if we have to use a JJ tube, then we have to have your amp your bias. So, I mean, so it's a nightmare for you because it's like, right. You're dealing with fucking nightmare. (laughs) <laughs> because yeah. you're dealing with exactly. these manufacturers from overseas making these tubes and they like you, you might get a, a, a three or four month stretch correct me if I'm wrong where everything's working hunky dory oh, yeah, and all hunky of a sudden dory, then the boom, shit hits the fuck. fan right yep. yeah well after three and months that, it's not our problem anymore <laughs> <laughs> that's true that, but, that is our uh, initial uh, you know uh, you know what? I got to say. So I'll that, tell this. I, 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 okay, go ahead. I mean, I, I have to say, say I mean, to like, you. okay, I could say three months is our cutoff. But, right. you know, if it's three months and two days, we're going to honor the warranty. I mean, you know, right. we're, I mean, I'm not heartless about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I, w- I want to make you happy and I want to make sure you're happy with your product. So, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. But for people course. out there, for people out there, because you and I have talked about this, Dave, for people out there, if you got a set of power tubes and they're working and you're like a year in, leave it alone. Or you're in, leave them leave alone. Them alone oh. Right? Don't change advice. them. Don't Solid. touch them. Right. Don't change your power tubes. <laughs> if they're working, they sound good to you. Do not decide that it's a good idea to change your power tubes. It's not. It's not a good idea. <laughs> if they're working yeah. and it sounds good, leave it alone. Right. These Absolutely. are questions probably coming from hands down on tour. No. What's that? Yeah. What's that, George? What? These are probably questions coming from people that are not on tour. Leave no, even if on tour, <laughs> if your power tubes sound fine and everything works, leave it alone. Rock it. Yes. Yeah, keep them going Rock for it. as long as you can. That's great. Okay. Hey, we got a question. Another question here Um, from Mike Cicelli. He says, there's a naturally occurring condition with tube amps in that they always sound so much better after warming up for a while. Care to geek out and explain why? It's because you've drank more at your gig. (laughs) Yeah, it could be. You're warming up. You're warming up. Uh, you know what? Tubes warm up. You know they sound better. Uh, um, Does anything else Actually, warm up along they, with it? 
or is you know are the capacitors warming up at the same time? You know, like is uh, everything? Uh, I don't Dave, know don't that. you feel like maybe the class A amps, like maybe? Oh, oh we oh, lost you. Pete. You hit something, Pete, on your phone. We lost Pete. Uh oh. Well, as far as class A amps go, like you were saying, no. Um, when you first tube. Uh, uh, turn a tube amp on and it warms up um, it will naturally sound better as it comes into uh, full voltage shall we say you know um, mm-hmm. um, but Dave I, don't I, don't I don't think really like I mean it warms up a little bit you know what you play through it for a while. That's a tough one to really like quantify, you know. Mm-hmm. I, Dave, I was just talking to uh, the guys at Three Monkeys because they're. I was. They asked me why I wasn't using their amp in a couple of the gigs, and the Morgan was there, and I explained to them that it was so fucking loud that I couldn't play certain gigs at. Right and they explained to me that the reason it's so loud is that that tube, the way that amp circuitry is based, the tube is burning so bright. That is why it is so loud. And maybe I got that wrong in his explanation. They're building me a different one, but maybe that's what that guy was talking about. Hmm. Sorry, guys, I lost you there for a minute, but I'm back, I think. Is it working? Yeah, Yeah. you're you're good. You're good. And we, we were talking about the Class A amp that you, that you were asking about. Oh, I was just saying that I remember Mark Goldenberg, a great guitar player, a friend of mine, saying like, you know, AC30 or Matchless. Or, yeah, he's such a great guitar player. And he was like, yeah. yeah, I remember him always saying this, like, yeah, you turn on the amp an hour or a half later, it's like, who turned on the fuzz box? You know, like the amp gets to a point well, where, you know, the, hmm. you know. Well, the tubes warm up and it, it, it changes a little bit, you know. But Specifically a class A kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Interesting. Uh, it's hard to quantify, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let me go back and see if there's any other questions. Uh, someone says, who's next to go pee? <laughs> <laughs> George, maybe. <laughs> no, George, what? I think it's me. I'm, I'm, I'm next, but uh, I'll, I'll just wait till after we get done. <laughs> I hope people have got a lot out of this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A lot of learning. Well, well, you know. Actually, we got a, We actually did get a question. My battery We're died. all kind of old, so we got to pee a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Consider <laughs> The age Speak for yourself. The, I'm the Consider the age. Yeah, of the prostate. Wait, know, consider right? the age of what? Yeah, Pete's the, the prost- youngest. The prostate. It's a collective. Yeah. You know, there's a collective two hundred fifty-year-old prostate situation going on. <laughs> uh, we got a question from Dave Nesdal, by the way. He wants to know, Pete, if you can, we can get a look at your Sumber Sir standard with the Floyd Rose on it. I don't know if you have that near or with you or. Ah, uh, yeah, oh, he I might does actually. have it near. Yeah, here, I'll go get it. Go, get, right go get it. Cool. Right, I'll be right back. Sweet. What else we got? Come on, give us questions, guys. Yeah, let's see what else. We're uh, dying here. 
We're dying here. I think we're doing fine. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Uh, if I, uh, no, I don't see any other questions. Those good questions. Come on. What is the best? Okay, here. What is the easiest best way to bias your own amp? Oh, that's the uh, easiest and <laughs> best way. That's that, you know what? That is um, that is hard to answer. Um, you want to you want a bias probe of some sort? Um, you know what? Just email me friedmanamps at gmail dot com, and I will tell you. What's that about a probe? Okay. <laughs> It'd be a lot easier than explaining it right now. Just email me, friedmanamps at gmail.com, and you got it. I'll tell you all all you want to know about it and what to buy. Sweet. I'll be I'll be reaching out to you, Dave. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can totally teach you, Mark. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do a Skype session. Or, or uh, no, it's so easy. It's not really that hard. So. That's cool. But, all right. Uh, you, this. you you do get you do get the advantage of um, knowing you the possibility of elect- <laughs> electing- <laughs> that's a big advantage. Listen, it's worked wonders for me. Yes, it's worked wonders for me. <laughs> hey, let's see the guitar, Pete. Let's see it. There it is. That's so cute. yeah, I put a I put a Floyd on it. Well, not exactly a Floyd. A Floyd. No. Um, uh, That's exactly uh, a Floyd. What do you mean? Well, a it's non not exactly a Floyd. Non non, non fine tuner Floyd. Fine tuner Floyd. So check this shit out. I mean, I don't know if I can set the phone up or not, but it's literally like well, you're not going to be able to hear this probably, but we can hear it. You can hear it. Okay, yeah. check this out. Strings are all the way slack. It comes back perfectly in tune. So there's mm. no lock nut on this guitar. It's a, uh, you know, like You have that. locking tuners. It's a locking tuners, you know, regular nut on this guitar. And it's a not, and this guitar, I can barely make it go out of tune. Wow. I mean, it's, inc- it's incredible. So this was a John Sir suggestion, um, you know, because I was having some issues with the vintage style bridge. And, you know, there's going to be people that always want the vintage style bridge. They're not going to want to change. But with this guy, I just, I went to this bridge and, and, you know, he, he did mention that he had to spend some time polishing the, or sorry, uh, sharpening the knife edges on this particular bridge, because you, I guess you can get them in stock. They can be a little dodgy, the knife edges. So he spent some time on the knife edges, like making them, this is John Sir I'm talking about, you know, sharpening the edges and the bridge. I mean, I can't, like I said, it's just phenomenal. I mean, I can barely make this thing go out of tune. So I love it actually. It's really great. That's awesome. And yeah, no, you've got the the you know you gotta you know do the obviously the, the the locking the strings into the saddles thing, which is a bit of a pain, and all the things that go along with a Floyd. But I grew up with a Floyd. Like I said, like uh, the guitar Dave has hanging on the wall back there, the the Pacer. I I had that guitar. I had a Hamer with a Floyd. I had uh, Jackson with a Floyd, which I actually have here in this building as well right now. But um, uh, I got in 1986, <laughs> long time ago. But um, wow. but uh, but you know, I grew up kind of playing the Floyds, and it's like it's just real comfortable for me. So it's kind of fun to have this one without the added sort of pain of having the lock nut, and still Pete, have is it. That, uh, flow, hmm? Does it 
Do you, yeah, do you it floats. Or no? Yeah, it's floating. It's floating. They back routed it. It's it's actually routed a bit more than I wanted it to be, to tell you the truth. But it's great. It's I'm totally happy with it. This it was an experiment on this guitar. I just wanted to try one. And how I, many pitch? Uh, just half, half a semitone. How far will it go? Yeah. Oh, it'll go as far. It's back routed like a. Oh, like, okay. You know, I can make it go like a major. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can make it go major third if I want. The interesting thing, though, is I find with Floyd, sometimes like, they flutter. Like, they, they'll they do the fluttering thing when you... When yeah, this, yeah. this one doesn't actually flutter too bad. It's it's cool. So it's, like, it's pretty solid. That's cool. Yeah. Um, is that an older, sir? Is that an older guitar? You... Well, at this point, it is, yeah. I guess I got this guitar probably around 2000. Yeah, probably 2010 or nine or something. Yes. Okay. So yeah, so it's it's borderline eight nine years old at this point. It's been through a lot of changes too with pickups and different things. But hey, yeah, dropped it on the ground. What's that? Oh, I dropped it on the dropped ground. It. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going into the LA amp show, and I I had the gig bag in the back seat of my car, and and I put the gig bag on when I got out. You know, I pulled the the guitar to the back seat. And to go into the show, and I felt the weight of the bag shift, and I thought that's weird. I remember that going through my head, like, "What's up with that?" And then I heard this amazing sound, oh, and, oh. and and that was the guitar. And you, you can see the 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 bow to the guitar here and stuff got like completely, oh. you know. So it's relic. Cool. Wow, let's yeah. see that. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. I I forgot to. Uh, I forgot to uh, to zip the bag, you know. Yeah. Wait, wait, can, can you, uh, you can't see it still. Yeah, I can't see it. Put, put the you phone. can't see it? No, no, no. You got to move the phone a little wait, bit. Wait, wait, oh, wait. Wow. yeah, that's a serious thing. Wow. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there we go. Uh, so we can uh, see. Like that? Yeah. There. there we go. Yeah, yeah. it got right. seriously, seriously screwed up. Were you, but, bu- were you totally bummed out? No, I it was like, oh, cool, Relic. Awesome. I put, it, <laughs> it I put it back in the bag and went inside. And it's like, you know what? It's a great guitar. It's such a good guitar. And it wasn't even really out of tune. I mean, it knocked the high E string out of tune a little bit, but it hit the concrete. I mean, it bounced on the pavement. It makes an amazing sound when you bounce a guitar on the pavement. You know? <laughs> you beat up. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And it, but but it's such a good guitar, you know? It just doesn't matter because it, it was that, you know, the funny thing is it's a, it's a, uh, a classic with lacquer so it's lacquer paint and it it had checked uh a few weeks after i got it i was on tour with melissa etheridge and i was probably i think it was winter and um and i so i had it in the cold and then i noticed the finish had kind of checked and cracked and it was like oh it's already getting old anyway so it was it was cool you know that's cool you added some character to it got a story so i put a thornbucker in the bridge uh recently and got that got the floyd on it and i love it that's sweet now your yeah. signature guitar that you have, sir, that doesn't yeah. that doesn't have a Floyd on it, right? That's a vintage it doesn't. style. So it's a, it's a regular five ten, which is like you know preferable to a lot of people probably for a lot of reasons, you know. So mm-hmm. it's it's a bit of you know it's always a catch twenty two. It's like with the vintage trim, you've of course got the tone of the vintage trim. You've got the ease of stringing through the back, and and uh, it's it's a. Uh, there's advantages and disadvantages to everything. With this one, of course, you got to have the Allen wrench to lock the strings. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's like it's always a uh, uh, you know. But if you set up those vintage style trims, right, like a five ten or something, you can get them to to stay in tune pretty good too and stuff. And they're just easier, I guess. You know? Yeah, yeah, so. it's more accessible to a lot of people. Yeah, the yeah. Floyd just scares the crap out of people for some reason. Sometimes, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm a big fan of your signature, man. It, it's beautiful guitar. Oh, thanks, man. It really is. Like when I saw it at the NAMM show for the first time and recently you you showed your gold top. Oh, it's just beautiful. Yeah, the gold's beautiful. It's such yeah. a good guitar, you know. I don't actually have the gold one here right now. I have a black one here. But, um, but you know, the, the guitar is... Uh, it's funny because I made a video for it the other day and I had to solidify like out at Sur and I had to kind of solidify my feelings on the guitar, exactly what we were going for. And what I realized was I was trying to kind of come up with a guitar that, well, first of all, from a, from a, a sort of a player's perspective and a, a practical perspective, it was like the double humbucker thing, but with lots of switching options and stuff. I wanted to have one guitar that you could kind of play all night without having to, you know, mm -hmm. switch to another guitar. You know, you'd be able to get all your tones and everything was in there, you know, in the one guitar, plenty of versatility, plenty of switching options, you know, and that kind of thing. And then also, and it, which I actually did last year, I was on tour with French artist Michel Polnareff, and I ended up playing that guitar as my only electric on stage hmm. for the whole night, you know, on anything other than an acoustic song, I was playing that guitar. So it worked. And then on top of that, aesthetically, what I realized is that as guitar players, we're kind of creatures of habit. We love the classic designs and all that stuff, but we also like to be unique. You know, we like to have like something that not everybody on the block has. Mm -hmm. And so like, for instance, when you see the gold top guitar, it's unique, you know, it's like a gold top. It's that, you know, it's, it's, it's the, uh, the, the sort of standard shape, but so it's reminiscent of the classic kind of S style guitar or whatever, but with the, the kind of 57 gold top aesthetic, Mm -hmm. It's something you've never really maybe seen before or that often before. Anyway, it's kind of unique, but yet it's super familiar, mm -hmm. you know? So it's trying to tie all that stuff together. So it's not pushing a guitar player too far outside of the comfort zone, giving them something that's aesthetically pleasing, that's sort of familiar, but also yet nobody on the blocks got one, you know, until they do, <laughs> but, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, if, like if you guys out there want to really see these in action, uh, follow, Pete and follow John Shanks because he's using them on on the road with uh with Bon Jovi and he's got yeah two beautiful ones. Oh yeah, yeah. I, didn't know I didn't know John was using them. That's cool. Yeah, John's been a big support. He actually got the one off the wall from the Nam show. They they he wanted one and they called me and they said, "What do you want to do with these Nam show guitars?" And and they said, "You know, do you want to get them?" And John's actually really wants to get one so we can build another. I said, "Send that out to John if he wants to go on tour and use the guitar." You know, mm -hmm. yeah. and. And he did, and John's a great guy, and he's a wonderful guitar player. And so, so and he he's just got some uh, unique colors too, right? It's just yeah. So it's the black with the kind of the red back, yeah. And and the and the and the gold top is a sort of fifty-seven gold top aesthetic. With the black, what I was thinking was really like I had seen, to tell the truth, I had seen a fifty-seven black custom shop, you know, single cut guitar that kind of had a similar aesthetic. And I was inspired by that, but I wanted the back to be even more red and kind of what I was thinking was kind of like, you know, somebody that's kind of like if, if you wore a tuxedo, but you had red Converse on, you know, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like classy, but rock and roll, you know, like understated classy, but with a bit of an edge, you know, mm -hmm. so that was the inspiration. Now is your, um, is it coil tapped when you were talking about different, Tones yeah. you can get up. Yeah, so you can yeah. get you can you can get you can't get the bridge pickup coil tapped by itself, but you can get the the two humbuckers coil tapped with the inside two coils. You can get the neck pickup coil tapped if you want. Otherwise, it's the three, the three standard humbucking positions. But there's a series parallel switch as well in the tone knob. Mm. So if you pull the tone knob, it, it it puts the 
excuse me, the bridge pickup into parallel and you can get that quasi single coil thing in the bridge, but yet it's still hum canceling. Right. So, right. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Really versatile. Yeah. yeah. That sounds awesome. That's very yeah. cool. So isn't, that the, isn't that the Jimmy Page wiring, the supposed Jimmy Page wiring? Well, probably to some degree. I think he probably in the Les Pauls, he can also get the, the, the neck pickup in parallel, which I can't actually do on mine. But, um, but uh, yeah, like Shanks, who's a huge Page fan, he really likes it. Like he, he's like, yeah, yeah, this is great when you pull the thing to get the bridge pick yeah. in parallel. So, yeah, it's a really yeah. useful tone. So, I, yeah. Yeah, very cool. So Molly says, uh-oh, Dave is wiping his eyes. He's past the point. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? We got to go? It's <laughs> getting started. We've done already like hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's days over it's done um so we got what happened we, there <laughs> we can we, maybe we can end on this question um okay we've got uh what are your favorite pieces of gear that are other are other people's signature equipment oh that's a great question actually oh that's good what's that oh a cider no, I'm cool. I'm good. I'm drunk enough. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, George. Uh, that's a really good question. Other people's favorite, like other signature gear that's really good. Yeah, like your your favorite signature gear from other artists. And that was asked by Letars, L-E-T-T-A-R-S. I'll tell you what. I had an EVH uh, 5153 amp that I took on the road with Chris Cornell when uh, in 2007 I got one. Late 2007. And I had it in time to go to a, for our South American tour. I remember, and I love that thing. Mm-hmm. It was a really, really good amp on the on the, the. I used it mainly on the blue channel, and um, it sounded terrific to me. So that was a that was a nice piece of gear. Is that the um, uh, the for the first first one that was released? The, yeah, the, the very first version? one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Six hundred six. I had a black a black head, and it was. Um, that that amp sounded actually really terrific to me. I remember going to the Guitar Center in Hollywood and trying it, and mainly on that blue channel, going, "Wow, it sounds." That's actually the one you see. You know, I did that "How to Play Eruption" video. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's, yeah. that's the one in that video. That's how I got that. That's, and it sounded awesome. Yeah, it was a great, great sounding amplifier. So that was really fun for me. And then I got to give it up to, um, as far as signature gear, the probably the most successful piece of signature gear ever created is the Steve Vai Gem guitar. You know, give me a break. That guy's had that guitar going since 1987. Beyond Les Paul, there ain't nobody yeah, that's had something for 30 years, you know? Yeah. That, right? That's yeah, true. Yeah, totally. What an incredible, you know, run. And the, and they're still putting them out and coming up with new ones, so. Yeah, they just had the 30th anniversary, right? That's right. Yep. It's incredible. What a, what an amazing, you know, the long, new, long. One of the new... Um, signatures that's really catching my eye and i know you own one of the early models pete but that the the new steve stevens um um, those nags yeah yeah oh they're gorgeous ones that they're doing right now the natural finished ones those are those are pretty beautiful they are beautiful absolutely man i have one i'm gonna go get mine right now because i have one here so yeah i'll go get get it Those Nags guitars are gorgeous, and and specific specifically the uh, the Steve Stevens models are really really nice. I'd love to have them. They're pricey, but they're nice. Yeah, 
his newer ones that he's that that they're doing where it's just the old vintage stuff like the gold top or or the black beauty that they're doing mm-hmm. and i know they're not doing them uh in in multiple numbers they're they're just doing a couple but man when um when they post it on guitar guru network i'm like jesus those are beautiful yeah some of those guitar yeah I, they posted one recently which was like kind of a a bluish uh, quilt or something it was just gorgeous. I, I was, <laughs> was loving it. Really nice. I don't, but unfortunately, they don't he's make playing, lucky. He's looking for his keys right now. What's he doing? Yeah, look for his keys. There you go. Yeah. Oh, oh, good. He found them. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not driving. No one's no, driving. No, no one's no, driving. No, my wife's picking me up. All right, so we just want to get that straight out to everybody. No one's driving. No. <laughs> Why would any? You know, that's a very good thing. Change the subject. Go ahead. I was just got arrested for a DUI. Why would you get arrested nowadays for a DUI? Yeah, we so hit them out of money. Get a lift. Exactly. Get, a lift. get an Uber. Uber, Uber. Uber. Something. Yeah. Whatever. It's just. I mean. I'm yeah. Just... <laughs> He's got enough money, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. It's true. It just it, makes no sense to me. Whatsoever. God, Jesus yeah. It's, you know, it's just not thinking. It's not... I, I just had this conversation with my dad. It's like, it, it just makes no sense. I mean, there's so many options nowadays. Yep. 30 years driver. Drive you everywhere. Yeah, there's too many options today for that to happen. So go ahead, Pete. Okay, so I got... Here's the nags. Oh, it's so hot. It is hot. And, you know, I was t- going on tour in Japan with uh, Tiyoshi Nagabuchi, and he loves kind of stuff that's, you know, like this. You know, it's got a flash to it that's really rad, right? Mm-hmm. And, I'm not, you know, so it's a really beautiful guitar, a rock and roll kind of machine. And I don't know if a lot of people know this, or I'm going to try and show this, but this guitar has a tuner in the pickup. Okay. Oh, wow. you see that? Bring yeah. Down. Can you move the phone a little bit? No, closer? yeah. Move the phone a little bit. There you go. Oh, wow. See that? Nice. So it's a tuner in the, in the, in the pickup. Yeah. Range. It's incredible. So how cool is that? You it, know, you that's, can, a, that's only to nags or is that something you can buy off market? No, I, it's off market too. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know who makes them, but uh, that to me was so badass that you could actually like be way far away from the stage on like the ramp or something on a big right. stage, you know, and actually still tune. So it's super cool. So I used this guitar a ton in 2015 on tour with uh, with Tioshi. I just uh, watched the video of you playing that guitar at the the store in Japan. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that's right. I went. Oh, to, with Jason, uh, Jason Mack. Yeah. The uh, Ishibashi store, maybe, and uh, I think that's the name of it. In, yeah, the uh, Ishibashi. Yeah, which is incredible, by the way. If you ever go to Tokyo, it's a bit hard to find, but once you find it, dude, it's so amazing. <laughs> it's so amazing. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Tokyo. So right, George, like the Tokyo guitar stores are like, oh, music is incredible, but then Shibuya also, you know, it's like. Okay, I hope I don't get in trouble for this. Yeah, <laughs> but this is what I did. I my tech had been telling me about uh, about these these stores for a long time, and I had been in Japan, but I didn't. Uh, uh, by this time, I had been there maybe three, four times. Never been to this fucking 
famous guitar store row. Right. And yeah. and so my my Mike Wilson told me, hey man, I'm gonna take three guitars out of your trunk because we're gonna go to Japan and we're going shopping. And right. so we went. And the one thing that I bought while I was there are illegal here. <laughs> the, what the were they? Edwards guitars. Oh yeah, those are amazing though. They're the ESP, <laughs> they're made by ESP, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but they lost the lawsuit with Gibson, and now they're illegal in the United States. So right. at that time, I bought the Jimmy Page version. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anymore. Yeah. But I bought it there, and I put them in my trunks, and yes, I smuggled them into the United States. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're so cool. I said, Don't get in trouble. <laughs> I smuggled the, the, the TV Yellow guitar, which is amazing, oh. and yeah and the jimmy page one into the united states and that's the first time i went to that that store that's i'm sure cool. i'm Man, sure I, that... I totally know because you see shit there you can't get here and no john you can get it what about john no, sykes? Like, in like you know yeah the john sykes version you know so cool yeah <laughs> that's you know? that's great that's funny george you, you gotta improvise and get it here <laughs> yeah so dave you know you had akira here in the store from loudness Yes, I did. Yes. Because he plays the uh, Friedman Amps, of course. But, you know, Akira in Japan, of course, is like, that's like the equivalent of like, he's their Eddie Van Halen, you know? So you you go. Godzilla in Japan. What's that? That dude is Godzilla in Japan. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. So you go in the guitar stores there, and they've got like literally like his guitars, his killer guitars. You know, there'll be like a massive display of like you know a wall yeah. of these guitars, like, and it's it's so cool, you know. It's like, and you, and you don't it, even see them here in the United States at all. No, you no, don't no, see no. them. Yeah, that's an amazing thing. You know, you go there. Not only you know, I'll tell you what. So just on that on that note. Um, uh, on that note, uh, like about music in general, you know, there's still a five floor and I actually put a video up uh, on YouTube about this, but it's about if you search on my channel, you'll find it. It's about Tower Records in Shibuya. There's a five oh, story Tower it's Records. Amazing. It's yeah, amazing. It's a five story toy store there, too. <laughs> That's right. That's Kitty Land. Yeah, you're right. And, yeah. and it ain't far, yeah. actually, from where the Tower Records yeah. is. But, but, yeah. but the, the, it's the, amazing. Yeah, the Tower Records is like, so you have a whole floor of classical, a whole floor of jazz, and an entire floor of like classic rock and roll or whatever. And you go up yeah, there and it'd be like, like, a whole, like a whole Led Zeppelin display with LPs yeah. and, and like a giant inflatable Zeppelin and like the whole deal. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's hard to explain, but go check it out on my channel. It's like a, I, I bought, I bought, the, whole, I bought the whole Grant Green collection on CD. <laughs> Like every single damn record yeah. he ever did on CD at in that, that store, store. Yeah. yeah. It's, and they it's don't incredible. you can't get them here. And if you actually go online on YouTube on on iTunes, here's the thing about what I hate about iTunes, and I and I love it. I love technology and everything. I, I'm I'm a big gear nerd, but yeah, there's certain records you can't get, and people don't know about it. And unless you do the research, don't you don't yeah. know that there there's so many records you don't get that mm-hmm. they're only letting you hear the ones that they want to sell. 
and right. there's all this amazing right. things that you never heard before. And unless it, we're living in a world where you can't go into a record store and be like, oh my God, I, I've never seen that. I just did, I, I just went, yeah. I just went to go see Robin Trower on uh, a, a couple sun, uh, I think two Sundays ago mm. or, or last Sunday at the Wiltern. Uh, it's it's a, a thing that me and my dad and my uncle have done for many years and we hadn't done it for many years. I got to see Stevie Ray with my uncle and my dad five times, which is oh, wow. uh, oh, amazing. Wow, yeah. That's great. And so we yeah. would do it every year. We would pick one guitar show to go to. And for many years, it was, while he was alive, it was Stevie Ray. So mm-hmm. I, I re, redid that tradition by going to go see Robin Trower at the Wiltern when he was here. Uh, I think it was la- uh, two Sundays ago. I'm not sure what, what right. the exact date was. Yeah. How but, was the show? Was he great? Oh, my God. It's, it, dude, his tone still, he's still rocking the same thing. That's just, great. Just plexis turned <laughs> up, <laughs> three-piece. It's so dope. It's so dope. It's, it's, just, it's just exactly what you want him to do, and he hasn't changed a bit. And, you know, you're obviously looking at a close to 80-year-old man on stage, but he's – Amazing. Yeah. He's not – he yeah, hasn't lost he's his still chops. there. He hasn't lost his chops. Yeah. His chops are still there. Like, I went to go see B.B. Tours right before he died with Derek Trucks, and, and he wasn't playing anymore. I went to go see Johnny Winter right before he died. He wasn't playing anymore. Mm. Robin yeah. Trower is destroying fools still on stage. It's wow. amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. So just yeah. to give, just to finish my point, I really loved the, what the bass player was doing. And he was really singing that old stuff. Great. And so I did some research and I, and I figured out that there was a record that he sang all the songs that's not on iTunes. And so I had to order it from Amazon. And that's mm. the bad thing uh. about iTunes is that not the whole catalog is there. And there are certain things that are missing. That's like, dude, that's a cool piece of his history, uh. even though that record's not that great, but it doesn't it should matter. be, it should be available at least. It to should purchase. be available yeah. because for someone like me, that's like actually digging into the history, mm-hmm. you're missing a whole part that, it sucks. And if you go to Japan, that's all there. <laughs> like you literally, yeah, man. You literally can so, get the whole catalog. Literally, yeah. like take a pilgrimage to Tower Records in Shibuya. And yeah. if you ever go to Japan, it's not only for guitar stores. I mean, I bought my old telly there. You know, I bought it at, uh, at uh, oh God, I'm going to forget the name of it. Okay. If you, anybody goes to Japan, Hyper Guitars in Shibuya. Uh, sorry, in Shinjuku. Hyper Guitars yeah. in Shinjuku. Holy shit. Like it's just amazing. Go in there, there's a wall of gold tops. Okay. Yeah. There's a wall of red 335s, 345s, 355s, all 60. You know, it's like a wall of custom color strats. Like, and how, how about the crazy, like, what? The crazy oh. Japanese guitars that they don't make here? Like uh, the Yamaha oh. models that they didn't make here. So up oh, there. Man. I'm dying here. Dave, look at this. I'm still drinking. (laughs) No, upstairs, literally upstairs from uh, from Hyper Guitars in Shinjuku. There's a there's a store literally upstairs. It's above it that sells all that stuff. Yeah. All those old Japanese guitars, Japanese you know, the, the Tiesco's and the, you know, the, the uh, whatever, the, uh, the original Fern- Fernandez. The, and- 
the Santana Yamaha that he played in the fucking mm. yeah. the 60s. It's so rad. So, yeah. But I bought my guitar and I, oh God, I want to remember the name so bad right now. And I can't remember the fucking name of the store, but it was in, it was in Daikanyama. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Dave. Come what? On. I mean, <laughs> literally, literally, little did he know he was getting on a chat with two bigger nerds than he is. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Exactly. I, wait, I knew about this. <laughs> and the funny thing is, normally it's Dave who's saying to me, "Come on, Mark, you can keep going. You can keep going. <laughs> no, keep going." I'm like, "Going, yeah, but, but hey, guys, wait a minute. It's already at nine thirty. Come on, nine thirty. Oh God, Jesus Christ. Oh my God, we're going three Mark. hours. <laughs> no, we've already been at it for as long as we've always done it. You know what the difference? We, we can never, you know, we never fucking, yeah. What, Dave? You know what the only difference is right now what? is that you had the tequila bottle in there. You were the, you were the police yep. of the tequila no, bottle. I, I had no more than you. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Look at me. I'm Canadian. I'm jumping around. I can do fucking jumping jacks in here right now. <laughs> Woo! I'm solid. Canada. Woo! He's holding his liquor. He's holding it. Hey, Mark. Yeah. Do we have any listeners left? <laughs> Guys, we actually... No, you, we, we get more listeners this way. We've got, we've got 55 people watching right now. Damn. Oh, we actually so we gained more. We gained more. Do you guys got anything better to do? What are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, why a bunch, we, of single, I, bunch of single dudes. We should, wrap, to, we should probably wrap up. I have to say up. this. I have What's to that? say this. Cheers to... Actually, having the privilege of knowing Dave, being able to do this for a living—it's true—and and and we're actually do this is what we do. It's it's a privilege. It really is. Absolutely, well, thank it you. is well, a privilege. Cheers anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dave's, Dave's I'm a great done. friend. Dave's a great friend to all of us, and he's so helpful. And you know, he, he is, fucking man. lives and breathes guitar Thank tone. He, yes, Thank he is. You. you know, he really lives and breathes guitar tone, and his heart is in the right place. He's mm-hmm. always striving to for better tone and better. You know, he loves guitar, so it's like he's such and a good dude. There's Cheers. That, Cheers there's, to Dave. There's, Thank you, Cheers Thank to Dave. You. Yeah, yeah. There's and there's, uh, there's a good. There's a lot of guitar amps out there. Mark, there's, you're there's, really slacking with it, just the beer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's true. I've been milking it for three hours. <laughs> You've been milking a beer for three hours. That's... I'm only <laughs> half of it. <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> you're in trouble in Nashville. I know. Oh, <laughs> man. It's going to be a party, that's for sure. That's We're going to mark where you can't speak anymore. Oh. There's a there's what a little room ru- there's a little rumor that Dave's trying to get us to go out there. So if I come out there, if that happens, uh, you're really well, let's, not, let's not. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, there's a rumor that maybe. <laughs> well, I'm I'm heading out there, so we'll have. A good... I have no I have no doubt. Mark Mark's coming out though. Yeah, Nashville's fun. I like Nashville. Yeah, Nashville's great. amazing. Nashville's amazing. Uh, it's good scene now out there. It's good, good times out there. The last time I was in Nashville, I was like, I finally felt like I got it. Like it was like, oh, I could actually live here. I always, yeah, I always thought yeah, it was sure. Then, then there's actually I can't go into it. 
No. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. There's, there's a that. problem with Nashville. What? Go. I can't go there. <laughs> Come on. Just nah, skirt the surface. I can't do it. Skirt the surface. I can't do it. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not overly religious. So oh. let's just do it. Oh. Bible belt. Yeah, that's yeah, true. It's a Bible belt for sure. Mm. Um, and nothing against that. No, not at all. No problems with that. Whatsoever, no. but I'm yeah. not overly religious, so um, <laughs> well, let's just yeah. leave it at that. There we go. You've got to be a, you've got to be a part of the scene to be a part of the scene. It's true. Uh, yeah, and um, it's okay. It's 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 totally yeah. It's, okay. yeah. it's fine. Hey, hey but Pete. we live in North Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we live in North Hollywood, which is not an overly religious state. No, no, not, not even the state. That's Pete. Surely not controlled by our president. But <laughs> oh, oh, oh back shit. to that again. We're going catch back on the stake. You got to catch up on the stake. <laughs> <laughs> Did you Let's say president? Kofafe. Yeah. Pete? You, you, you just said huh. you just said it. Well, Sean Spicer says that there's, it's clearly a word that the president and other people know what it means. So, oh, no one else knows. No, no. wow. Mm. So, kofefe. Yeah. yeah. Although someone wrote okay. recently this morning that it was an Arabic word to stand up. That's what they said. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, who knows? Oh. Um, all right, I think we should probably wrap it because they think. Dave- <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Before, before it goes way off the deep end. But, hey, I want to make sure that people know how to reach you. Uh, George, you want to, so we just have your, uh, your, your latest single that just came out, A6 from Cairo Knife Fight. Check out yes. the video. And, Thank you. Uh, and the album's coming out when? Hey, wait a minute. I think I just heard you slur, dude. Even though it's just been the beer. Me? You said, you said Cairo. Cairo Knife Fight. <laughs> did, I, did I? All right. <laughs> Not me. Okay. You are on the East Coast, I, right? Where are you? You're, I'm you're on like the East Coast. Sure. Yeah, it's it's just getting late. It's getting late. <laughs> yeah, it's getting late. A Cairo yeah, knife yeah. fight. Uh, Cairo, <laughs> Cairo knife fight. You got a new Cairo, yes. The Cairo knife fight. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm check such out. a bastard. I'm sorry. I don't mean to give you a <laughs> Check out George with A6 and the Cairo knife fight. Um, uh, uh, to answer your question. Yes. Uh, I'm actually not going to release the album until we do a, a, probably a, a two or three singles before we release the album because I have a lot of ideas for videos that are really, really cool that are all going to tie in later. Mm. And it's going to be a small little film. Like we, We're doing this shit old school. Like We're not doing this the Great. way they're doing it now. We're yeah, good. We're right, act- good. we we're actually have concepts, and so it's all you. You're gonna be able to. I think by the third single or fourth, maybe you'll be. That's the when we'll release the album, and 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 then you can buy all of them. But it's all connected. We're all we're using the same actress, the same director for everything. It's mm. and so. You'll see. It, yeah, it's, make a sense later. it's a concept. You got a whole plan. Yes. Concept. Hell That's yeah. Great. I'm, I'm 10 years. I, I, I'm thinking about this 10 years down the line. Cool. If you oh. don't do that. Great, George. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. 
That's awesome. Very cool. And um, and Pete, people can reach you on your channel and see your stuff at Pete Thorne on YouTube and uh, buy your music. And so you just came out with a single recently, right? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, by I, the way, yeah, it was very. Oh, good. thanks, man. I just I did. You know, I it, quite honestly, it was this. It's kind of an interesting company called DistroKid. And distrokid.com, it's like they, they'll uh, upload, you know, your music for you and get it out there on iTunes and Spotify and wherever else you want to distribute it to. So they approached me to possibly make a video for them, say, hey, can you talk about our company? And I said, you know, the, the, the thing about it is they don't actually take a cut of your music, which is mm, super that's cool. great. That's so, great. Yeah, you, you basically pay a yearly fee to be a, like, a, like a subscription fee to be part of their service, and then they'll upload – your music and distribute it out to all those, you know, digital distribution sites. So I, I was like, that sounds really cool. And not only do they do that, but they get it up within 24 hours on like a lot of sites, which is like really friggin' amazing, like, like mm, on iTunes yeah. and stuff. And it, it actually, so I said, okay, I'm going to give it a try. So I did a, a video for this headrush pedal board unit. And I thought, the song sounds good. Let's try DistroKid. And I uploaded it through DistroKid and it was on iTunes within 24 hours. So I'm going to make a video for them eventually, but I want to get a bit of backstory going first and upload a few tracks to them and stuff and then talk a bit about their company. But I was really impressed. So, um, you know, oh. this is like a kind of like a, they're not giving me anything to say this. Is it going to, I got no stake in this, but it is a cool like uh, alternative to, you know, TuneCore or CD Baby or the different things, you know, that you can do to get your music out there. So um, can, I chime, so, can I chime in here real quick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I, I wanted to say this. Uh, earlier and I didn't and look Pete what you're doing and I know you have a lot of followers and 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 it's what you're doing is you're taking this whole medium to another level mm-hmm. and I thank you for that because you're doing it in a level that's that's like when you when you play what you play and and you demo those pedals the way you demo it actually works and we can actually hear it work in the way that it, it's in real life situations and, and it's wonderful. And one of the, like, even for me, when I was concepting Cairo knife fights pedal board, I watched one of your videos where Dave built your board that you had the, the effects loops coming in and someone was going in on the front of the amp. Someone was going in the back and that inspired me to think outside of the box in, hmm. in that way and so kudos to you doing this because you're raising the bar of how everyone can learn about this whole thing in in a wonderful way thank you man i really appreciate you saying that it means a lot it's you know it's fun for, i don't feel any different than i was when i was 14 or 15 just geeking out on gear <laughs> uh-huh. we got this youtube you know honestly we got this youtube thing now, and stuff and now, can, that, yeah you know <laughs> It's great, right? I mean, it's like it's it's, it's and, wonderful. You know, yeah, you know, you it's got really this, you got a great platform. Medium. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. It's a platform to to kind of like, and I was like, this is fun, you know, making these videos. The fun thing for me has been writing the songs for the videos and stuff. It's like I don't. Um, it's not that I don't take it seriously, but when it's a song for a pedal, it's like okay you're not putting in a record. It's not like the, the, Oh my God, there's this pressure on, like I have to make this artistic statement. It's like, okay, this is a really cool sounding fuzz pedal. Let's see what kind of riff I can come up with. And like, mm-hmm. come up with the, you know, yeah, and, I like and, the new fuzz pedal for us. Yeah. Right. Right. Your fuzz video. Yeah. I just put that up today or yesterday, you know? So it's like, um, 
it's fun because it's like then you don't edit yourself so much, you know. And then maybe you come up with like more free stuff because it's like, like freeing yeah. is what I mean. Like you're not thinking too much about it, which can then you can come up with maybe yeah. your most honest, you know, riffs. So so it's been a really yeah. fun way to come up with music and just have fun and you know not. But it's 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 the way you're doing it is reciprocal. You're it's honest and you're it. The pedal's inspiring you to create these riffs and and it's going back and forth, which is yeah cool. Yeah, so, yeah. George, so let me ask you, but before we go, just really quick, I have to say that for a second, yeah. because I feel like when I go out and play gigs, like I've had this thing recently where I've realized so much that playing guitar and playing in these bands we play in and stuff, going out and playing, it's not like, I don't feel like some sort of like, oh, I'm the guitar player in the band and then the crowd's down there. It's a reciprocal thing. And I feel the same th thing with the YouTube thing. Like you play something, people respond, and it's a big cyclical effect of like, like everybody's involved, including <sighs> the pedal manufacturer, Dave's yawning, including yeah. the pedal <laughs> manufacturer. And, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a kind of a, it's, it's, I don't mean to yawn on, on you. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't I, your story. I, I really, you know what, Pete, I really think that we're actually in witnessing and being a part of a whole changing of mediums. Like as guitar players, yeah. uh, as crazy as this sounds, but I've done gigs recently where people aren't there to see me. They're there to see the rig that Dave built. <laughs> you know, right, right, and right, right, and right. and and there's been people there with cameras and and like they just want to hear me turn the amps off a fucking bypass and just hit a fucking note, and that's just changing yeah. everything. It's it's everything. Exactly what you just said is people are responding differently to what you do on the internet. And, and that's changing how you actually are out there on stage too, mm -hmm. because they know more yeah. about you now. They're actually more personal with you than they ever have been in your whole life. There was a time yeah, when yeah. you were going out there and, and you were just the guitar player in the band that maybe they didn't even know your name. Now they have a personal connection with you and they're going there to see you. Maybe not even the artists they're actually paying for. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. It's cool. It's amazing. It's amazing. It is cool. It is cool. Yeah, it's yeah. super cool. There's a lot yeah. of positive stuff about this platform that you have. You know? Fuck, yeah. why didn't we start talking about this about three hours ago? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. we were talking about me. <laughs> we were talking about me, yeah, exactly. And we're about three <laughs> hours or plus Cam in now. So. Camel milk. Okay, um, Dave's right. got to get home. Yeah, right. got to get Dave home. <laughs> well, guys, it was a fantastic night. I know we started Thank a you. little started a little rocky with some technical issues, but it was awesome. Thank you, guys. Pete, Thorne. Yeah. Thank you for joining. George Pahone Jr., thank you for joining. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure. Thank you. And uh, Dave, any final thoughts? And I'm just putting them on the spot just because I want to. I want to <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave uh, talk us out. Time Dave. to go home. <laughs> <laughs> time to go home. All right, you Dave. guys hang on. I'm going to hang up. Everybody have right. a great weekend. Thank you so much for thank joining you. us. All the people. All right, rock and roll. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys hang on. I'm going to end the broadcast. Have a great night, everybody. Right. And we'll be back. Tone talk. We'll be back in a couple weeks. We'll, we'll let you know where we're going to be. All right. Take care, guys. <laughs>